And we are coming down in three, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mock Sheen Washable. No. Batman Souls. <laughs> the Mask Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. <laughs> Boom. We're here. It's kind of live. We're getting Sports with Drunk. If you're listening to this, this is the Valentine's Day episode. We're all pretending to spend it with our significant others. <laughs> we're all disc golfing. <laughs> but, Ideally. Um, we're not doing a live show on February 14th. Due to uh, all of us being in relationships and having women that are mad we leave every Monday night as it is. Mm. Yep. So this was the uh, this is a pre-recorded <laughs> show. Pre-recorded show. So if you don't hear us talking about what happened in the Super Bowl, it's because we're recording it before <laughs> it. Uh, just to preface, though, the Rams have won the Super Bowl. I was and like, wow, the game was great, guys. Yeah, Do you remember the commercials? <laughs> <laughs> game was fantastic. Rams won. I'm very happy we have another Super Bowl to our name. It's a great time. I tell you, I, I know it, how much it bothers Kendall. Oh, yeah. Every, <laughs> every, <laughs> time. every time Kendall's just crawling out of his skin. I won't even check my fantasy team <laughs> until it's, it's 8 o'clock on Sunday. The Bengals played a great game. They have a bright future ahead of them. But unfortunately, this year belonged to us. I can tell you that this will be hilarious if the Bengals win. <laughs> but they won, so it's okay. If the Bengals win the Super Bowl, we all can our wives and f- girlfriends, and we do a live show. <laughs> we just nip this in the butt all together. <laughs> we come in, and all we do is play sound bites of the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm in. Actually, for your sake, I hope they win. Thanks, you know, Kendall. All right, so before, even though this will have ha- this show will be airing after the game, I'd, I'd like to take a quick over-under. The Rams are in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The Rams are the last team to play Tom Brady in his career. Mm-hmm. The Rams also have a history of losing to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice. Mm-hmm. How many Tom Brady Rams references are brought up during the Super Bowl? A lot. Five. Sorry, during the big game. So, right? uh, yeah, we can't can't say it. Um, so are we talking just direct Rams Tom Brady? Like references? just whether it's like referencing either Super Bowl, talking about the final game of Tom Brady's career. So, but that's Nine. so yeah. not so not just Tom Brady in general. Right. No. 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 All right. Tom- so I, I set it at six. Six. All right. Nine. Nine. Souls. Eight. Uh, minimum of 15. Going 15? They're, they're going to be talking Man, all this about This is it. not how an over-under works, guys, just so you know. Well, well, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> over-under wasn't... So within over-under... With, no, I can't do within one because somebody went too close with it. So exact number, no prices, right rules. Well, I, fi- I thought... I, that's why I was like, oh, I'll set it at six, then you guys were going to say they're over-under. <laughs> not say other numbers. All right, so let's do it that way then. So he says six, so... Over. over. All three of you are taking over? over? Yeah. I'm going to take over as well. Don't you feel silly now? Under. Since, <laughs> since it's February 14th, I have the results. <laughs> they didn't talk about it at all because Joe Burrow threw five touchdowns on the first drive. <laughs> Man, imagine four touchdowns called back on the same drive. <laughs> no, 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 no. They all counted. Well, it's five drives. No. no. <laughs> they figured out a way. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford still led a fourth quarter comeback. Hey, there you go. It was a great uh, big game. Yeah, it was. Yay. <laughs> All right, um, we're just drinking Bush. 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 I'm pretty thirsty. Bush. 
Can you believe Kendall didn't shotgun a beer with me? I can't believe he burned us on the red breakfast. Sorry. How about a blue lunch? I didn't like it. Blue brunch. <laughs> blue brunch was right there, and you said lunch. Yeah, but it's, it's afternoon. <laughs> I, mean, at this I know point. Massey would have been on board, but like Kendall was even gonna was even going to thumbs up the approved purchase of Coors Light for the show. Yeah. When do we ever drink Coors Light? Kendall on the show? walked. Down, I was like, no, 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 absolutely not. Back in the cooler. So thirsty. Did you pick this up on the way home? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is pretty chilly. It's not. It's not cold at all. This is actually pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Hey, where my flannel? <laughs> <laughs> Throw right in his face. Hey, you're gonna need a. Uh, you're gonna need Rita to. We're in Kendall's basement, also. <laughs> you're gonna need Rita to bring down that bottle of Knob Creek at some point. Oh yeah. yeah. I'd like everyone just to try it, and maybe some glasses for whoever doesn't want to touch the lips. Do you want me to go get it real quick? Yeah, sure. You can go get it. All right. While I explain the game, we're gonna. Kendall, uh, your toast wife. of excellence to the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Wow. Uh, my toast will be to. Massey being a happy guy. Oh, there you go. How about that? No, no, no. We'll go based off what Massey, Massey did. So even though this isn't a live show, so we're recording this on February <laughs> It's like a toast 5th? prediction. <laughs> yeah, toast prediction. It's, was it February 5th? So it's February 5th. This is going to be airing on February 14th. So toast something that you're predicting happens in the sports world uh, between now and then. My toast is to Odell Beckham Jr. being Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> my, my toast is... In a losing effort. <laughs> my, my toast is to the MLB for ending their lockout. That's not happening. My, my toast is to the MLB for restarting the lockout after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, mine's going to be to. Oh, I'm sorry. Is, is it Taylor Taylor Rap or Tyler Rep? Tyler. Tyler Rap. He's a secondary guy for the Rams. Taylor. Uh, for for blocking an extra point in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I like that Kyle first said Tyler, then back Taylor. Up, Taylor. Uh, Tyler. <laughs> it's <Tully>. Timothy. <laughs> Tully Rap. <laughs> Listen, come down to tuna mics. <laughs> Hot tuna <laughs> subs all day. Ugh. That was very funny. That was good. I bet you though, a tuna Mike's does exist. That for sure is a restaurant somewhere. Probably like Georgia. Why? No. Georgia's known for their tuna. Right. You said it with such confidence and they provided no backup. Yeah. It's Taylor. Kyle, you going to Google that for us? That's what I'm doing. You know, Massey just had to go upstairs. I'm getting concerned. <laughs> Why? <laughs> right. My, mine him. is mine is to Sean White winning the gold medal in the snowboard half pipe. <laughs> Did you see the picture of him? No, dude. Guy rolled up with his fucking snowboard in a custom Louis Vuitton snowboard <laughs> case. I mean, the guy is just so bougie. <laughs> I have so many toasts of excellence. Hey, even though this is gonna re- so we're recording it now, but it's gonna happen after. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do one toast to Tom Brady's career. Oh yeah, that, fuck that you, works. mess. All right. It might not happen timeline-wise correctly, but it happened chronologically correct. Um, <laughs> do we, What were people's toasts that I missed? Uh, uh, I toast to Odell winning uh, the big game MVP. Okay. Baseball ending the lockout. Kendall did uh, his to the NFL changing the name of the Super Bowl to the big game wait. so people can't use the big game anymore. <laughs> did that actually happen? No. <laughs> I did. Uh, we're doing prediction toasts. Is it is it Tyler or Taylor Rapp? Uh, Taylor Rapp. Taylor Rapp. I had Tyler Heineke. Oh, oh my bad. Uh, for for blocking extra point in the Super Bowl, okay. Was really mine cool mine was Sean that? White winning gold in the men's half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Doorknob. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Man, all right, I give up. There's no knob on that door. How about how about we all just frap Kendall instead? No, 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 no. Do we have actual predictions since we're recording this live? Or we well, we could probably tomorrow? do predictions on the show before the Super Bowl. Yeah, the live. Show. <laughs> The big game. <laughs> sorry, pick sorry. one. Damn. Sorry. So why can't we say 
That no, we can. It's just like somebody made that up. Right? Well, know. no, no, it's a thing. No, like I know that it's because the the NFL owns like that name. Right. So on you podcasts, radio shows, you can't use it. Right. So like, to, like, to, like, so make like beer money. distributors. Like if you go to a bar and you see like a sign up with like Corona and Miller Light on it. Don't pour full shots. <laughs> full. Pour full shots. <laughs> you can do a full. One I, full I just shot. don't want to waste it. Just do one. I'm you not mean, taking a whole shot. You're not, you're not gonna shoot it. We're gonna we'll sip it. That works. That's such a you know, I think it's dry February still. <laughs> it hasn't dried the taste. Yet. I have. No, not today. Oh well, I was I was denied access this morning. He, he doesn't like drinking with us. That's what it is. I was denied access. You just don't like drinking with us. Listen, we can still have red breakfast. They're right over the other side of the house. Uh, it's two thirty in the afternoon. Well, I got criticism <laughs> for almost so, saying brunch. So you? No, I said that you should have said brunch. But it's two thirty. 23. So, Paul, what's this game we're playing? I don't know. Okay. I had a thing that I wanted to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh, but yeah, so like when you see like a like a sign at a bar with like Coors Light on it or like Corona or whatever, and they're advertising a party for the Super Bowl, it'll say like, you know, Super Sunday or, yeah. the, you know, come join us for the big game. Cause they Unless can't. they're a direct sponsor. Right, yeah. Like if the NFL gives them permission. Yeah. Like, That's why, like, like Budweiser? You, like, Corona can run an ad saying, like, enjoy Corona for the Super Bowl because it's an official beer sponsor of the NFL. Yeah. Okay. You know, or, like, Nike could probably run something with, like, you know, like, make sure you wear your Nike slides while you're watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. That was just something Kyle said. Yeah. <laughs> wear your slides, guys. You guys want to try this? We'll just try it now and knock it out of the way. So this is the Knob Creek Single Barrel Rye. So this is a, a, a single select barrel of rye whiskey for um, one of my liquor stores. So it's a one of a kind. There's no other... Uh, no other Knob Creek that tastes like it. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It's delicious. I think it's 115 proof. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. tastes like it. Yep. It tastes like it's good. eating my goddamn soul. <laughs> I just drooled. That's how you know something's got a bite to it when yeah. someone starts drooling. That Damn. tongue is active. <sighs> it that is good. It's brought in my mouth. Imagine getting waterboarded with I that. tell you what. <laughs> It does taste very good. Yeah, right. It does taste very but good. It, it's just. Did you save some up in the glass? There, there's some in there. All right. I was say, Massey, pour yourself a little bit more. Now, no, no, no. Just no. Trust me. <laughs> a small amount. And then what you do is leave it on the table, and let it sit until we close out the first hour. Because what what'll happen is all the ethanol fumes will burn off of it, and then it won't have as much of a bite. That's the like, you know, I I, I keep I would like to like bourbons more. Just, just not there. Listen, you just gotta immerse yourself. Um, this is a ride. You just gotta do. You just gotta do what Kendall did. You know how Kendall got himself into bourbons. He just made sure bourbon was the only thing available. <laughs> and so well, I gotta drink it anyway. But uh, it, it does taste very good. It does taste very good. Do you like that every time I drink bourbon, bro. So I can't burp. <laughs> right, so it's just pooling in his stomach right now. <laughs> you can't burp. So we're just gonna do this for a basic way, uh, like physically. Yeah. Do we have a pen and paper anywhere? Hold on, hold on. We need to talk about this. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle can't burp. Physically, I mean, you can't he, burp. He does burp every once in a while, but like he can't. Like there, he, uh, he couldn't make himself burp. For there sure. was there was one time that he burped, and we stopped playing wiffle to uh, do a news broadcast. <laughs> Actually, sorry, it wasn't wiffle. Oh, we we're playing football. Yeah. You want to keep scores then? Yeah. Okay. They uh, sent me the video. So I found a plinko board. So we'll we'll do it is I'll do even though we only have five coins, that's fine. Um, because I'm gonna drop them for because we're limited for space. Um, I figure we'll just do kind of a prices right like uh, sports stat thing. All right, where you guys will guess. I'll give you the player in the year and the stat, and you give me the numbers. Prices right rules. If you win it, you get a coin. 
token. We'll do like I don't know. We'll, we'll like, and then and then we'll drop it. We'll just drop it, and then after I don't know, twenty rounds or so, we'll see what the point totals are at. Yeah, Mike will keep track of time because he's got parakeets to hmm. to para. Matthew, you got you ready? Uh, no. All right. Well, I'm dropping the first coin. Okay. Um, I'm not dropping it, man. We didn't even do it yet. Jeez. So you're gonna drop it, and that'll dictate how many points we get. Yeah. Gotcha. So like, if you win, you get the the token, and then you can just you know basically, they can't see it, but you know I'll, I'll put it in the middle, and you'll just tell me left or right. So when you you're gonna say the player, and we guess the stat, or no, 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 I'm gonna tell you the player stat in the year. You're gonna guess the value. So if I said 2005, David Ortiz's home runs. And then we get we say the number. You gotcha. say the number closest without go, closest without going over wins. I tell you, because when you said the value, I was gonna be like, I don't know, three hundred dollars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how much do you think Derek Jeter's stolen bases were worth in nineteen ninety nine? Like, how do I win? <laughs> you don't. I discussed all. What happens if it lands on zero? Then you get no points. Oh, I'll just get it wrong. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't drop the to- I drop the token after you get it right. Ah. So if I say David Ortiz home sense. runs in 2005, you guys are all going to give me a numerical value. Whoever's the closest without going over gets the token to drop, gotcha. and then you get those points added to your total. All right. And then whoever has the most points at the end is gets winner. Yeah. Whoever has the most points at the end gets to assign one full shot of whiskey to the loser. <laughs> I hope I lose. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You could assign it to yourself. Ah. And no one else here is going to assign it to you. Didn't think that. Hope I win. <laughs> <laughs> well, going off your track record, yeah. you won't. <laughs> like so I'm just gonna wait for Matthew to set up the score sheet here. I'm good. You're good. All right. Checking his credit score right now. <laughs> wait, we at? What was that? That free credit? Remember that? Those commercials? Uh, yeah, oh, F R E E. That spells free. <laughs> uh, Eight oh two. Five eighty uh-huh. two three hundred. Today, I I uh, get benefits from Ashley doing credit card and stuff like that. So that's the reason I'm. What's your credit score? God, this is not really an on-air <laughs> conversation. <laughs> hey, Kendall, real quick, what's your social security yeah. number? Let's see those digis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so because this doesn't really matter because you're all just going to guess the numbers, we can go with some obscure stats. One. <laughs> Forty-three. Um, so I'm going to start with Massey as the first guess, and then go clockwise from there. Um, that's and my BFF, but if I. You <laughs> If you win, we'll start with you the next time so everybody else can. Oh, all right. All right, so in 2016... Oh, I know it. <laughs> you know what used to be my favorite part of these shows when we did the recordings? Is I would whisper in the mic and only Kendall can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> in 2016, what was Mike Trout's batting average for the cr- for the year? 2016? Yeah. Kyle, like, it makes a difference. <laughs> it does. You're going to look up... Oh. <laughs> is this Price is, price is Right rules? Price is Right rules. One. Point oh one, oh oh one. Well, I'm gonna do it as a whole number, so you can oh 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 one. <laughs> three two seven. He he didn't say the point. Point three two seven. <laughs> <laughs> he batted three thousand. <laughs> um. No, he would have. He would have. He would have batted three hundred twenty-seven thousand. He batted point three three three. Point three two eight. Point three oh three. The winner is Kendall. All of you went over, except for uh, Kendall. Point three one five. So Kendall gets one point. No, no, he doesn't get any points. Uh, uh, it's all, all right, Kendall. We are not understanding this game. How do you not get it? <laughs> I'm kidding, because I screwed it up. One over to the yeah, yeah, perfect. Plinko, 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 plinko. Thousand points. Nice. 
That's negative. Right, and the game's over. Game's rigged. <laughs> yeah, give me that <laughs> shot. <laughs> All right. Um, and so you won. Pick a sport. Okay. Um, we're gonna do basketball. Oh, I thought you said golf. <laughs> I changed my answer. <laughs> Hey, can you get me one of these? I'd like to give it as a gift. Yeah. To who? Uh, Ashley's uncle. Ah, Bob. Gotcha. Is he listening? He uh, can. He's not listening. Is he? Uh, he's not a Creek fan. He's a bourbon rye and whiskey. Listen, fan. the best part, Mass, about the Knob Creek is you could take that cap there, that wax, and just rip it into a bunch of small pieces. Right. And then just leave it <laughs> when you're done. <laughs> Listen, that's never once happened. <laughs> Here, here's some. All right. How many steals per game? How many steals per game does Paul average in the 2007-2008 season? I forgot we're doing basketball. <laughs> so Kendall starts it off? Kendall starts it off. Okay. So I'll give you the formatting for it if it's uh, kind of obscure. So this one you're going to do number, point, number, number. Okay. Uh, steals per game, 2007, Chris Paul. Yep. We're going to go... He wasn't even in the league then. Right. <laughs> 5.27. Okay. Is it me? No, no, no. Matthew. I'm just looking at 5. Kyle. 5.68. I'm just looking at Kyle. Uh, 5.69. Man, you guys just handed 1. it to 1.8. <laughs> uh, nobody's ever averaged more than like three steals a game. <laughs> I did uh, not know that. <laughs> 2.71. Kyle, congratulations. I figured five was on the high side, but I just yeah. I thought... Five's a lot. <laughs> I just thought he was so dynamic. All right, here we go. Do that right dab in the middle. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Plinko, 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 plinko. 500 points. Take it. Dude, nice. Damn, dude. That was not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you want him to do? Uh, Can I pick a sport? Uh, Golf. No. How many cars does Tiger Woods own? We'll do baseball again. Okay. F R E. You guys have to <laughs> fill in the time like. <laughs> yeah. We only do this every week. Freecreditreport.com. <laughs> One eight seven seven cars for kids. I fucking hate that commercial. Say, where's the mute button? What the? The worst of all time is the. Uh, Hi, I'm Jill Miriam. Or oh, oh man. The dealer for the people. Yeah, God, I haven't heard that commercial in a long time. Because Jill Miriam's dead. Is, is that true? No. Oh. Oh. Wow. You're gonna be uh, hearing from her lawyer, sir. Yeah. She is no longer a dealer for the people. Because <laughs> you're a people. She's a dealer for a lot of persons. Okay, ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm ready. I'm in, ready. In the 1993 season, how many home runs did Mike Piazza hit? Thank God I know that by 32. Okay. Um, Mike's not his rookie year. It's already locked in. Yeah. 29. 29. 19. 19. And Mike Match? One. The correct answer was, or sorry, actual retail value is 35. Souls. Wow. Souls. Back to back or to the right? A little more. Take it back now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. 10,000 points. Whoa. Souls, right here. <laughs> I like how he's stretching <laughs> like he fucking did something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Souls, pick the sport. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do uh, I'm good at chance. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. I'm good at chance. <laughs> <laughs> One, eight, seven, seven, you, know, you guys can't see it at home, but it's important to note that Massey does have his giant iPad here today. Yeah. 
TV. Right. It's an iTV. iTV. It's got the Brazzers app up and loaded. Yeah. I was looking at something on uh, Reddit the other day, and some dude gave his mom a Brazzers you know hat, and she well, wore it well, everywhere well, without <laughs> knowing <laughs> what it was. Do you guys want me to go over my Mountain Dew comparisons in between? No, I think there should be a... The mom's going to be here. It's going to be sad. Oh. Then save it for tomorrow. <laughs> Save it for last week's show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm sorry, I forgot. I, I do it in between. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty it'd be like one in between. Or then, then go ahead while I look this up. All right, dude. So Souls came up with this pretty no, funny I didn't idea. Mock did. You know, I caught that in the group chat that Kendo was giving the credit away. I actually did not know that. I apologize. <laughs> so Mock came up with a concept. Would you care to tell us? It, it started, um, I mean, we, we've been having the Garoppolo debate for weeks. Tirelessly. And, and I mean, he's just not good. But um, Kyle is a, is a Mountain Dew connoisseur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I made the comment that. Um, Didn't I send like a stupid it, picture it was, from It Reddit? was something with the Baja Blast thing, and that's where it kicked off. But I said that Garoppolo was the Baja Blast <laughs> right, of Mountain Dew. So I we asked. I said that. No, I did. Mm, did you? So we asked Kyle to find a list of different Mountain Dew flavors and their NB, uh, NBC, uh, NFL uh, NBC counterparts. <laughs> I got you. All right, so we're going to start off with Amp. Uh, it's made... Which is the energy drink version of Mountain yeah. Dew. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was me. Um, <laughs> so it's, to me, it's comparison is Nick Foles. Amp is always the backup energy drink to Monster and uh, Red, Red Bull. Bull. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have it, it gives you a little kickstart. It's like Nick Foles when he comes off the bench. gives you a little pep in the step. Mock is very disappointed. He thought these were going to be funnier. Not realistic. Yeah. So far, 0 for 1. <laughs> Keep it moving. I like it. Good for you. All right. 2004. What was to the 2004? What was Tony Gonzalez's catch total in 2004? Like total receptions? Yes. 104. All right, Kendall. Um, ninety-three. Would this help if we had like a crowd in the background shouting out numbers? <laughs> yeah, seventy-four. <laughs> <laughs> ninety-three. Ninety-three. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Ninety. Ninety. Correct retail value for catches in two thousand four by Tony Gonzalez is one hundred and two. Oh, Kendall, man. Guys are guys uh, are not racking up any points over there. I'm not gonna play plinko. <laughs> Three over. Bingo. 500. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the problem with the 10,000 thing is, is it's uh, going to be pretty hard to catch that. Yeah. <laughs> so, s- point total so far <laughs> Souls has 10,500. <laughs> Reed has 1,500. I'm right there, baby. <laughs> Mock and I have zero goose egg. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to just to keep it a little interesting. Do we have some, something I can use as like a marker? You know, I'll just put. I'll do this. I'm gonna put my keys. I'm gonna slot them under. So this this left hand zero here, if you land, if you land in a zero above the key fob, your point total is re- is cut in half. And then on this one, it's just zero points. Okay. okay. Just keep it interesting, because I mean, right. if someone gets two right in a row and they land on two th- ten thousand twice, I, I mean, it's gonna be pretty ridiculous to try to catch it. <laughs> I mean, we have some people that haven't even answered a question correctly yet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, me, Kendall, um, pick a sport. Hockey. We will, do, we will do football again. 
All right. Now we have Baja Blast. It is a Mexican-inspired tropical <laughs> lime flavor in the color. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't a Mexican-inspired. <laughs> I don't know. It made me laugh. And the color is like a teal to it, like like the ocean. That's how they describe it in Mountain Dew Wikipedia. Um, shout out. It looks like the ocean. <laughs> They're yeah, not from here. They have better oceans <laughs> over there. Um, the comparison <laughs> is Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, we already said Garoppolo is the Baja Blast. He's not the Baja Blast. Because Baja Blast in the beginning, everybody loved it, you know? It was mm-hmm. the go-to soda. I still like it. All right? I, I'm not saying you hate it. But it's definitely not, you know, it's not your go-to every day, right? It was mm. just like when Tua was in college, it was tank for Tua. Everybody wanted him. You you just described Jimmy Garoppolo, just so you know. I described <laughs> Tua. <laughs> when they traded for him, <laughs> he was supposed to be great. And now he's being sent away again. Good. Hopefully there's black and gold. All right, 2008, Adrian Peterson's total fumbles. Okay. Four total fumbles. Matthew? One. Did you say wine? One. One. Five. Eight. Correct total value. Stuff going over is 11. Wow. wow. Damn. Nine rushing, two receiving. That's a lot of fumbles. He also rushed for 1,800 yards that year. I said that was his <laughs> two speed year, right? Or no. No, you said uh, no. over to the right, too. There you go. All right. Here we go. Plinkle, plinkle, plinkle. I think that is 10,000 <laughs> points. Jesus, get the <laughs> shit out of me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was sliding right over to go. All right, Kyle, another 10,000 points. Kyle is up to 20,500 points. That was incredible. I think he should be that penalized for freezing. That so far <laughs> over. I'll do hockey. I think we're just like... Has that ever happened in Plinko? Like oh, I'm sure it has. No, no, it's never happened. I can't wait. Well, I, I can't wait till we buy the big Price is Right wheel. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just going to build it here. <laughs> you just want something that makes that noise. We'll do hockey. Hockey. All right. Oh, God. He's going to give us like a plus minus thing. I don't even know what that stat fucking means. Do <laughs> <laughs> you not really know what it means? I, Paul, I'm going to be honest so with you. I've been trying to figure that stat out for like 12 plus years. Plus minus is just so even. It only counts when even teams are even strength. So no power plays, no uh-huh. on the penalty kill. When teams are at even strength, if you're, except for goalies, because they're obviously on the ice all the time, if you're on the ice and your team scores a goal, you have plus one. If you're on the ice and like sco- a goal is scored against your team, you go minus one. So if if you're on if, if the final score of the game is five to three, and you were on the ice for all five goals scored against you, but not on the ice for any of the goals your team scored, you'd have a minus five. So no good. So no good. Depending on like what you're thinking. So like, but a player so like a player like Patrick Kane, you know, like somebody who's like like or Alexander Ovechkin, you know, like a real just offensive juggernaut who's out there. You know what I mean? Like, they're plus minus, nobody looks into it because they're kind of a defensive liability when they're out there. But in hockey, you know, you don't always have a choice. Yeah. But, like, if you're a defenseman and you have, you know, you're coming out of the season with like a minus four, it's a big problem. Big problem. <laughs> That'll rough go. Like, it basically would be like, an, so having, having like, a, like a zero, call it like right around zero, 
plus minus for the season as a defenseman would be like if your completion percentage for an NFL quarterback was like 40%. So no good. No good, but like you, depending on how good the season went, you might be able to look past it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's been quarterbacks that have had 70% completion seasons but have also thrown 30 picks. All right, Mountain Dew Black Label. What? It's Johnny Walker that's, Soda affiliate. It's barrel aged <laughs> in Coca Cola barrels. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. It, it, it has herbal uh, bitters and its uh, color is red and purple magenta. Do they say it into the mic? Fuck <laughs> okay. Um, I don't like this at all. I don't know if you guys do. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had. I think it was supposed to be like a big thing, like a soda for the cigar smoker. Yeah, yeah like it, it never really like. Got off the ground. The sophisticated <laughs> soda. So I compared it to Jared Groff. You know, number one pick, supposed to be good, never really happened. Hmm. I like he looked Massey in the eyes, like, we'll try <laughs> to anyway when he said it. That's it. All right. The 2000... I'm doing it the real style. The 2006-2007 season, what was Nicholas Backstrom's save percentage? Wait, that guy's not a goalie. Uh, this is a trick. 98%. No, 88%. Pick one. 88. So point eight, so 0.880? Yeah. Okay. Um, Bob Barker would never let that shit fly. <laughs> <laughs> point. That's why he got kicked off the show. <laughs> 0.83. You think Drew Carey? <laughs> Mass? Mass? 0.80. What did you say? 0.83. I can't wait for this. You said 0.88. I can't wait for this to be the wrong type of number altogether. <laughs> 0.90. And the correct retail value without going over is 0.929. Ah, I'm the zero, b- zero, <laughs> zero. <laughs> no, you'll get, you'll get worse. You'll get the divide by half. <laughs> uh, one to the left, then two to the right. Here we go, here we go. 10,000! Look at that. I feel like this is not... This is rigged. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weighted coin. (laughs) It is. But it just keeps landing in 10,000. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that many 10,000s in regular Plinko. Although there was that Uh, one We don't have the battery. Uh, Code Red. Code Red is is a cherry version, obviously. Just like Code Red. Uh, Running... Lamar Jackson paved... Isn't it the number two selling uh, Mountain Dew product of all time? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of saying stuff. I was hoping that Kyle would know. He all right, up. Mark, the 2020-2021 NFL season. What was Dustin Hopkins' field goal percentage? <laughs> Only field goals. Yeah. What else? I don't know if they count extra points. Oh no, just it's field goal percentage. Uh, ninety-four percent. That was the extra point percentage. That makes sense. Let's just clarifying. Ninety-four percent. Ninety-four percent. So point nine four zero. Yes. Point eight six. Bob Barker would have never let that fly either. Kendall. Point nine seven. <laughs> point one. Ten percent. I get anything above that he didn't catch. That's true. I didn't think of that. I, just, I was just thinking of like, a, that's what you think? Instantly, I thought he said the wrong way to say 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I 
forgot what I said. <laughs> I think I said 90. Uh, yeah, you said 90. You said... 87. 87? 97. 97 and 10. The correct retail value, without going over, is... 87.5%. Wow. So Massey won? No, he won. Wow. He said 87%. Oh, I thought he said 88. All right. Wow. All right, over two. Other and ten thousand points. Mm-hmm. Other side. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> 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 Damn. <laughs> Souls is currently in the lead with thirty thousand five hundred <laughs> points. Mock in second place with ten thousand. I got one right. <laughs> Jumped in it completely. Kendall has fifteen hundred, and I still have zero. Message, just get one right. NBA. Working on it. Kyle asked for the WNBA. W- you want WNBA, Kyle? NBA. Oh, NBA. Uh, the Diet Mountain Dew. NBA women's. <laughs> it is a no-calorie Mountain Dew that is... Oh, this is the grapple. In 1986, then reformulated later on with t- with a tune-up taste using... Uh, tune-up taste. That's what it says. <laughs> Tuna taste. Yeah. Uh, using a blend of syrup. Dude. Dude, it can't fucking read. I told you the picture was blurry. I didn't use that <laughs> one. Whatever. <laughs> it's comparison is Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady is a guy that likes avocados. Alright. This is where the funny parts are kicking. <laughs> Tom Brady rejuvenated his career like, like Diet Mountain Dew did later on in life. I'm surprised he only got the, the diet seal. That so here's the thing. <laughs> I said right when I read it, I said, "Isn't Tom Brady regular Mountain Dew?" <laughs> but you you gave. I mean, I, I don't want even want to say you gave the greatest quarterback of all time the worst Mountain <laughs> Dew of all time. <laughs> but it was by the description. <laughs> Why? Because he goes on a diet, <laughs> and he rejuvenated his career later on, just like Diet Mountain Dew did. It went to a whole new system. Rejuvenated it's from what? Hey, I want a Super Bowl. And then I went here and won a Super Bowl. He had better <laughs> stats. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew had better <laughs> ingredients. Kurt Warner. Diet Mountain Dew had better ingredients. Tom Brady had better stats. <laughs> All right. In the 2000... I, listen, I get it. <laughs> in the 2011 WNBA season, how many points per game did Candace Parker average? Oh, we actually went to the NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like six. <laughs> What year is this? 2011. How many points per game did Candace Parker average? 16.4. Nah, that was 2010, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what college you go to? Shut up. Shut up. It's not Mark, right. to- T- Tennessee. Tennessee. Candace Parker went to Tennessee. Mark, are you willing to are you willing to wager a coin on it? On her college? Yeah, like if he gets it right, he gets a free. Well, he said Syracuse, so he's wrong. Good, Good. I'll take a coin. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Tennessee. It's Tennessee, but it was just very funny. He goes, well, he said Syracuse, so I'll take the coin. He said Syracuse. Drop the coin right in the middle. 11.2. Massey? WNBA Candace Parker points per game 2011. 9.6. 16.5? What did you say? 16.4. Oh. Correct retail value was 18.5. <laughs> I'm surprised it took as long as it did for someone to go one spot higher. Uh, one to the right. Yep. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Big money, big money, no whammies. 1,000 points. 
Mock pick the sport. Um, you guys can go with ridiculous sports. It's fine. Uh, it's NASCAR. NASCAR. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got this one in the bag. <laughs> uh, Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Oh, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, they were made to enhance your video game experience. It worked. <laughs> Did it? Yes. <laughs> Nice. We got a testimonial. It sent less blood to your. <laughs> <laughs> it had like certain amount of vitamins that like made you just a certain amount. Yeah, had a certain amount of vitamins that made you uh, focus more. Um, God, what were the vitamins? What did you do? Because of the you video game 12? video game explanation, I used Justin Fields because in Madden, the only stat that matters in that fucking game is speed. And he doesn't have a higher speed than Lamar Jackson, so it's really... I had to use Lamar Jackson. I had to find another guy. I tell you, I didn't anticipate this becoming such a fuck you soul <laughs> segment, <laughs> but I'm here for it. Wait till next week when he does the same thing, but with Sunkiss flavors. <laughs> oh, we have another Fanta grape. <laughs> but, you know, Justin Fields enhances your play. He has speed at the quarterback position and could throw on the run. He lost more games <laughs> for the Bears than any other quarterback. I say, Paul, you want to weigh in? <laughs> a video game, Justin Fields. Still sucks. Doesn't matter. He has speed. It enhances your play. When Listen, you draft team. him as a quarterback. You put him out there as a cornerback. Can't do that with the quarterbacks. It's bullshit. I like the old manager. You can just sub any player into any spot. It's like in the old baseball games. You could edit players, and I used to make Jason Giambi real fast. Mm-hmm. I remember I had like a my player in in Madden, and I got like strip sacked by what turned out to be Michael Turner. <laughs> <laughs> the, the computer subbed him in for some reason. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> you were already losing by forty. That's <laughs> not enough. All right, so Mock, you picked NASCAR. Yes. In the 2021 NASCAR season, how many total miles did Kyle Busch drive? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You know, the, the funny part of this is, like, unless you, like, kind of have an idea of NASCAR, you don't really know what the basis is. I'm going to say a number that's so <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Total miles? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you figure there's 5,280 uh, feet a mile. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I'm gonna starting point. I'm going to say 15,260. Okay. I'm going to go with 22,812. Okay. Just outside of Hartford. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I think these guys are pretty good, but I'm going to go really over the top. We're going to go 47,022. You would be the guy that's in the NASCAR. I got a feeling we're all really high. I, I now that know. I'm thinking about it. I have no basis. You know, the funny part is, is they don't talk like this, and the price is right to give the other guy who still doesn't <laughs> guess. Yeah. Like, like, oh, man. Forgot Massey didn't guess yet. 500. 500 miles? Yeah. All right, correct retail value without going over is... 11,916.65 miles. Messi. Yay! You're going to get a zero. Probably. Uh, K. One over. There you go. Oh, it's plinkoing. It's plinkoing. 1,000 points. Messi's on the board. Because how, how long is the loop shoot? Usually they're with like one Daytona to two miles. 500 is 500 miles. So it's a mile loop. So you do know now. It's 500 laps. It's 500 laps. But it's a mile a lap. It's a mile a lap. As soon as like Kendall, I was like, man, they're usually like one to two miles a lap. So I was like, man, I said (laughs) 15,000. And I don't know how long a NASCAR season is. They could be (laughs) wasting every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's every Saturday. (laughs) I'm sorry, Daytona is two and a half miles. It's 500 laps. Okay. What's really funny to me is that like, like. Daytona is 200 laps around a two and a half mile. You look track. at it in like 
Like the mile variations aren't different, but that different, but they're different enough to be like, what happened? Like, why did this guy go? Because that wasn't the leader. Because that some guys don't run every race, and they <laughs> also wreck. Yeah, and like, the, like one guy was like at like thirteen thousand miles, and there's one guy that's at like ten thousand miles. But like, there's another guy that's at like nine thousand laps, and another guy that's at like seven thousand laps. <laughs> All right, Massey, pick the sport. Regular Mountain Dew. It is a citrus flavor. Can he pick the sport first? Yeah. We're gonna do it. Golf. It is a citrus-flavored soda that includes a small amount of orange juice. It is not a lemon-lime soda. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? What flavor is this? Regular. Okay. Just real quick, what family are lemon and lime in? doesn't matter. They're in the citrus it family. It said yeah. it is not a lemon-lime soda. They're in the breakfast family. <laughs> okay. Brunch. I put, for comparison, Josh Allen. It's in everybody's top three category of sodas, mostly everybody's, and there's some people of sodas in general. I don't think that's true. And most people go down south; they, they bleed or Mountain Dew. Doctor Pepper, Doctor Pepper, Doctor Pepper outweighs Mountain Dew in the south. You let me talk. Hundred percent. You let me talk. Well, you're, you're saying things. 100%. I'm telling you, you're wrong. I'm not. This is what I read. Nice. This is what I fucking read. Ah. You fucking lead me to it. All right, anyways. <laughs> Josh Allen is a top three quarterback. A lot of people don't People don't like him. People don't like Mountain Dew. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Josh Allen. A lot of people don't like Josh Allen. Apparently, Brian DeVall doesn't like Josh Allen. What? Yeah, why? Don't talk about my coach. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's the one started talking shit about him as soon as he left. What did he say? He was a, he was a hard project for him. Well, he was. His first year, he was trash. His second year, he was fantastic. <laughs> it was a hard project. Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds like he was just, you know, speaking. I don't think he was hating on him. No, Brian DeVault's a douchebag. It's only because he's mad at Mock. And because he's, he's a giant. Just wait, Freddie Freeman to the Yankees, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing more and more of that. <laughs> Go to the Dodgers and make everybody's life hell. He's going to be overnight overrated. <laughs> You guys He's wait. not overrated. I've never said he was overrated. I'm saying that if he goes to the Yankees, right. you will say that. If he goes to the Yankees, struggle, yeah. yeah. The 2015 <laughs> season, PGA we're talking here. Ooh, PDGA. What, what was Bubba Watson's average drive distance for the 2021, or sorry, the 2015 season? His average drive distance. Charlie Park, Bubba Sparks. Sorry. 498 <laughs> feet. Huh? 498 feet. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so far. <laughs> Actually, four hundred. Actually, feet's no not feet's far. not that yeah, far. We're doing it in yards, but I'll take four ninety eight as your submission. Four ninety eight yards. It's yards. Well, that's how they measure in golf. I don't fucking know. I don't watch golf. Uh, just casually hitting them five football fields. That's so far. <laughs> but that's his average drive distance. I just want you to know that he is out of bounds a whole lot because he's overshooting almost every goal. <laughs> Do I have to do it in yards? No, it's yards. Yeah. Okay, 267 yards. Okay. Man, I didn't know we were going to let him re-guess. <laughs> no, one, no one objected. Uh, you should go 498 here. <laughs> <laughs> but do it in feet. <laughs> 301. Oh, sorry, we're doing this in miles. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 301? Yeah. 314. It's too far. It's too far. We're talking Bubba Watson here. Yeah, uh, 281. Nah, not far enough. <laughs> 301. <laughs> <laughs> Correct retail value without going over Bubba Watson's average drive in yards uh, during the 2015 season was 
315.2. That guy, that guy's one of the boomers. He he hits (laughs) him far. Kyle, Uh, two over. He ran 498 yards. That'll work out. (laughs) Figure that that would be on the green in one shot on a par five. (laughs) (laughs) Ten thousand points, Kyle. (laughs) It's amazing. Every time. Have you been going two over every time? Every time. There's gotta be something with these knobs. Just Takes do a dry one real quick. Two over. No. Uh, that one had a little English on it, though, when you <laughs> let it go. <laughs> nah, maybe it's just maybe souls it's after just all. <laughs> Who else but souls? All right, so it's it's souls. Real quick update. Souls in the lead with 40,500 <laughs> points. Yeah, that's like 20 NASCARs. <laughs> Mock in second with 11,000. 11, <laughs> She's being mock last. That was close. Reed in third with 1,500. Mass in fourth <sighs> with 1,000. Kentucky Derby. Kentucky oh, <laughs> man. American Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> I am just like the face of mediocrity. I can yeah. jump ahead and then just do nothing else ever. You're the Jimmy Garoppolo of our group. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> no, he's not. He doesn't win. Kyle, the Rams made Jimmy Garoppolo play to beat them, and he couldn't. <laughs> Rams suck. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> then why did they just win the Super Bowl, Kyle? They didn't win shit. Well, you making me water root for the Bengals. So you're rooting for the Bengals now, right Kyle? Now, say, it it on, say it on the show. Say it on the show, Kyle. Uh, Mountain Dew Ice and Teddy Bridgewater. Nah, it's Matt Ryan. No. All right, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find Matt Ryan's on here. I'm going to say Matty Ice. Yeah. No, that's true. Because right, he ices his own team. Mountain Dew Sweet Lightning. Never going to hurt him. It is a that. small, it is, wow, fuck me. It is a sweet peach oh, and smooth honey flavor yeah. and, only, and only available in KFC restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Matt Ryan. What, yes, the, one of the main comparisons. When, when peach tea is just not sugary enough. <laughs> yes, the, the Georgia and the peach comparison, too. But the only other team that wants Matt Ryan is the fucking Falcons, just like KFC wants only Sweet Lightning. That drink actually sounds awful. It's, it yeah. does. Sweet Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh <laughs> What are the non-restricted stakes earnings for horse number four leaderboard ranked horse Mo Donegal? Can you say that again? What uh, are the non-restricted yeah. stakes earnings for number four leaderboard ranked horse Mo Donegal? So how much money has he won? I don't know if that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we trying to guess a dollar value? A dollar value. See, you got to figure there's a lot of money in horse racing, right? <laughs> yeah, but it could mean what's the jockey's fucking salary? We don't know. <laughs> No, no, it's nothing to do with the jockey. I, it was a bad joke. <laughs> oh. Uh, 678000 Okay. That doesn't seem high enough for horse sperm. Where to go? Are you sure it's horse sperm? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> 4.12 million. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I feel pretty good about my guess. Hmm. Trying to decide higher or low. Uh, Don't ask me. Million. I'll go in the middle. Just one mil? Yeah. All right. 1.1 <laughs> million? Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, how does it go? <laughs> You're all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So the lowest guess was Kyle's around the six hundred thousand mark. <laughs> it's thirty dollars. Well, Kyle gets to start over. Fifteen thousand. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Four point two million. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go sixty-eight hundred. <laughs> you really took a big swing there. Yeah, I feel pretty good about my guess. Ten thousand. <laughs> One dollar. All right, correct retail value without going over for Mo Donegal's non-restricted stake earnings. Hundred and sixty-one thousand five hundred. Kyle wins. <laughs> Damn. What did you guess? Fifteen thousand. <laughs> Two over, Kyle. Finally. I'll take it. Broke the streak. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, we'll do uh, minor league baseball. <laughs> All right. Mark, what time, what time do you need to wrap up? Uh, soon. Give me a time. Like 3.15? 3.10? 10-ish. Okay. Ka? Uh, my phone's going to Mark, die. can I, I have a point? for the other segment. <laughs> You want a charger? Yeah, you can just go upstairs and get a charger during the half. Yeah, I mean, it's 2022. Yeah. The Bengals just won the Super Bowl. You realize Bowl. Best Buy is across the seat from you. <laughs> the Bengals just won the Super Bowl. Do you Best have any Buy. idea where we're at technologically? Can you hit me up with a charge, please? <laughs> no, because you're, no, you're being a dick, Kyle. I said please. I don't care. Fuck you. Nice. <laughs> like that he started looking for it and then was like, no, you're being a dick. <laughs> You guys are the queens of dicks to me. Do you have an Xbox 360 controller in there? <laughs> Not currently. Yeah. Do you need but you one? have the power cord for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you need a controller? No, it just seems like in his bag of tricks, something he would have. You remember when we used to play Xbox with Kendall? Yeah. You'd be in the middle of a sentence, lose internet. <laughs> yeah. Lost a lot of uh, Call of Duty that way. <laughs> Discord isn't oh. gonna reach. There's no plugs. <laughs> Kyle Souls. I have this vision of me plugging this in and it just <laughs> shuts everything down. <laughs> right. Just. Is there a uh, thing over there? There's a. I actually have another uh, extension cord over there we can plug into the power. All right. In 2015. That from 1960. In 2015. We're gonna go with this guy because I like his name. He was number eighth in the stat OPS. In the minor leagues. What was Gorksy Hernandez's OPS in 2015? Gorkius. Remember that guy, right? Actually, I do. All right. Can you repeat everything you just said? No. <laughs> Welcome. We're going to play Plinko today. <laughs> Can you say the stat? OPS. Batting average. Plus. I'm going to be honest with you. Watch baseball my whole life. Still don't know what OPS means. I'm baseball slugging. I, I also have no idea what slugging percentage is. Extra base hits. But uh, against what? Just extra base hits. Anything that's not a single. I know what an extra base hit is, but what is it? Cal it's a percentage. So what are they calculating against? The amount of hits? Yeah. All right. That makes what sense. What percentage of your base hits are for extra bases? All right. That makes sense. So then your OPS is your... How many, what's your batting average combined with? Which is really dumb because it's just, isn't that the same? Why is your OP, why, why isn't your OPS just the same as your batting average? It's your on base percent, oh no, because your on base percent is not your batting average. Gotcha. Uh, 384. 
351. One of those pirates that Jeff loves. <laughs> 286. Hashtag Sean Casey. Um, <laughs> 425. Correct retail value without going over. Dorsey Hernandez is OPS 2015. 771. Wow. Cash in one off off mine. All right. Uh, one to the right. Yep. Uh oh. Uh oh. Come on, baby. No. Points up. Oh, that's not the cut in half one. No. Oh, okay. Pick the support mark. Um, last one. Make uh, it count. It's the last one. I, I'd like to do the Summer Olympics. Okay. Any particular year? Uh, no, no, I can pick the years. 2008, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. preferably. That's the one I watched a lot of. Richard Jefferson. Swimming, if we can. <laughs> and if we can make this just a person's name answer, that'd be <laughs> cool. How do you do the closest? <laughs> Spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall will lose. Uh, Mountain Dew Voltage. That one's not bad. That's the orange one. Is that correct? The blue one. That's what I yeah. said. It's <laughs> <laughs> my accent. Uh, the flavor is wildberry in New Zealand and blue raspberry in the U.S. Now, why? I don't know. It's going to say. Right, I'm gonna d- we'll do this one based off of geography. I'll use my rough knowledge of the world map to determine who's closest. We have a map down here. Where were the 2004 Summer Olympics held? 2004? Mm-hmm. So we're just naming the country? Like where Technically, they w- you have to name the city. Athens. Athens. Greece. Okay. Athens, Greece. Okay. I don't think you can say the same thing. No, you can't. No, it's a city in Greece. <laughs> That's where it is. Hey, Mark got it on the nose. So It's Athens. Normally, you get the prize when you do that, so instead he just gets two tokens. Oh. You still can't catch him. Well, you can't because all the point values are quadrupled. Oh. <laughs> and we're getting rid of that cut your thing in half. Instead, the, if you land in a zero, it's take half of Kyle's points. Oh, Give oh, him nice. the Kendall. Sure. All nice. right, this time, one to the left. One at the same time, or do you want them separate? Uh, same time, one to the left, one to the right. Dueling discs. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> With the assist. <laughs> I mean, I think he was coming in second anyway, right? <laughs> oh, fuck, dropped another one. Man, I tell you, when Paul said, I was like, I know where those Olympics were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. What about the 1996? 96, Lake Placid. True. I no, Lake Placid would have been Winter Olympics, you dick. <laughs> nah, they did a summertime. Actually, ni- that, that might have been like Atlanta. You mean Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Atlanta might have. That might have been Atlanta. Maybe. Fun fact, uh, Peter Pino of the, the network, he went and worked at that Atlanta Olympics like as an electrician. Was it in 96? I think Final like answers for 1996 Olympics. Where were they? Atlanta, Georgia. I said Atlanta. Hey, I didn't get a chance to guess at all, so I should go first. Okay, you can say that. Mark? Uh, uh, Atlanta. You said you can't say the same answer. Uh, Kyle's going to say Salt Lake City. Atlanta. Was it Atlanta? Oh, wow. All right, 1992, so Mark. Are you like an Olympics aficionado? <laughs> no. 92? <laughs> There was no Summer Olympics in 92. 91. Just fucking with the cows. Just be like, I can math, man. Okay, where was 92? Paul? Uh, Berlin. 
It's fun. I, I was trying to think. When did the Munich stuff happen? Might have been Munich. Munich. Oh, uh, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Uh, the answer is obviously uh, South America. Just one continent. Barcelona. Uh, ah, you were wrong. 1888. 1888? Somewhere in Italy. I'm not looking up 1888, Kyle. I think there was too much cholera back then. I'll do 1988. There was too much cholera back then. I'll do 1988. Sydney. 1988. I'm saying Munich again. Munich happened sometime around. Finland. Actually, Munich might have been in like the 40s. It was 32. Just so you know. All right. um, The movie came out in 98. Let's go. Munich, the Olympics. Let's go Beijing. Kendall's the closest geographically. Tokyo. Tokyo. No. Hong Kong. No. Oh, Seoul. Yes. Uh, uh, it's Seal. <laughs> oh, 84. Sorry. It's Kiss by a Rose by Seal. 84. <laughs> 84. Sydney. <laughs> Munich. Okay, moving on. Mulchen <laughs> Gladbach. Let's see. This was because the, the Miracle on Ice, Lake Placid, that was in 1980. Is that what you're basing this off of? Well, no, I'm saying so. It wouldn't be another American city. They won't do that back to back. So they're going back to Europe. Well, hold this on. one. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I change my guess since he hasn't guessed yet? Yes. Right. I'm gonna go with L.A. Okay. <laughs> Didn't L.A. have a Summer Olympics? I don't know. I'm pretty sure L.A. had a Summer Olympics. They they have. Um, oh, I. <laughs> oh, I. The Olympics are always better when you're watching them in L.A. Uh, the, what year did we say? Eighty-four. Uh, Eighty-four. Yeah. Eighty-four. <laughs> Were held in when Team USA just beat everybody by eight <coughs> points. I, f- I feel like it was in Sweden. Okay, some type of Swedish town. I feel like that would be a winter Olympic. Okay, listen, they, they have a great summer program. Uh, I'm gonna say Sydney. <laughs> Hashtag Sweet Beach. Kendall. Um, <laughs> let's go. That's when the Americans brought IKEA back with them. <laughs> you see this table? They put what? this together with four screws. What's the 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 capital of uh, Rio de Janeiro? You know, we're actually going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is correct. L.A. Yeah. I knew L.A. had it. It couldn't have been in like, I, didn't th- I was like, there's no way it was in the 70s. Last one, 1980. 1980 was like Placid. That would, no, the, the Winter Olympics were the hockey. 1980, summer. Right. But 82 was Miracle on Ice. Was it? I thought it was in 1980. It couldn't have been because it Lake Placid was 1980, but for the winter. Wait, what? So there was no Summer Olympics in 1980. Uh, there had to have been though. If it was in '84, they did them the same. They did them the same or a year. There had to have been winter. an issue then, like there was this yeah. year, because this year they're doing the summer and winter together. Yeah. Oh man. So where do they hold the Summer Olympics after right. the Lake Placid Winter Olympics? Correct. Um, Lake George. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you're first. Uh, Mexico City. <laughs> I don't want to go first this time. Okay. Mark, look it up. No, I'm looking it up. Mach? Uh, Mexico City, Mexico. Kyle? No, New Mexico. Uh, Munich? Try heat. Kendall? Right. Uh, we'll go Salt Lake City. That would be winter. Oh, damn. <laughs> He's right. Locked uh, it in. All right, Paul? I think that was like 06. Wasn't like 06. That was like in the 2000s, right? No. I think it was. Uh, 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 Salt Lake City, 
Oh two? I was I think it was two thousand two. Uh, all I know is that fucking weird looking serial killer speed skater thing was there. <laughs> Anton Ono? Yeah. <laughs> Wearing that hat that the guy wore and Malcolm in the middle with the speed walking. Um What's the uh, figure skater's name? Nineteen eighty. Can you give me a hint? No. Oh, that's right. It's worth asking. I guess. Uh, uh, sure, I'll give you a hint. It's ironic. Oh, man, I went too south. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic? Yeah. Alanis Morissette? Alanis <laughs> Morissette? <laughs> and this guy works for a radio station. <laughs> I don't know what that means, so I'm going to go with Sydney. It was in Moscow. Oh, wow. It's ironic because it's a miracle on ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, they hosted the Summer Olympics right after they just got their yeah. ass kicked by the United States. <laughs> man, we probably didn't win anything. We probably all died. <laughs> so who was the closest geographically, would you say? Uh, Berlin. No, you didn't. You said Sydney. Did I? I thought yeah. I said Munich. Oh, wait, so then I can't say Sydney. Yeah. Carl oh. said Munich. Well, I've been letting I said Munich. Guess. He said Munich. No, you didn't. Yeah, he did. Yes, I did. I said, he didn't say Sydney. I remember him not saying Sydney. So he would all right, closest geographically, Salt Lake. Oh, I said... Um, no, you didn't. St. <laughs> Petersburg, Russia. <laughs> said... He said Mexico City. <laughs> yeah, it was. So it'd either be me or I think it'd either There's be a Mexico me City in Russia. Right? <laughs> what do you think's closer to Moscow? Berlin, Germany, or Sydney, Australia? Berlin. Berlin. We gotta, we gotta go up on the map. I, I think because I mean Moscow's pretty far east. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I'll take your word for it. You've been to Russia. I haven't. I have not either. Yeah, you've been to the Czech Republic. Same thing. I've been to <laughs> for a little while. It was. I've been to Moscow. <laughs> Well, was it East? <laughs> I was in Moscow. I went to Moscow on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four. Does that count for anything? It should. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, he's doing that. Everybody, just take another sip of your bourbon now that you've had a chance to let some of the fumes come off the top. Tell me if you uh, if you like it better now that it's sat out a little bit. Orange juice. Still very good. It doesn't burn as much though, right, Kyle? No. It's got the bite still. This bourbon's gonna have the bite. Come on, Mark. Let us know. Oh, sorry. I was, I was cleaning up the wax. The wax? I don't know what this bag is for, but I put the wax in it. The wax from what? Oh, the bottle? Yeah. You're playing with it? Mm-hmm. You're like a child. It's definitely better. <laughs> you should put some in your eyes. <laughs> right. We got to go to break. Mess? We don't have to go to break. You can just, you just Google this. Yeah. Uh, Berlin is closer by about 5,000 miles. All right, but you were so off with your map, your uh, mileage in NASCAR that carryover. Oh, what did I win? For what? Oh, the Plinko. Kyle uh, resigned. You still didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle wants you to get to assign a full shot to somebody. But we can save it. We can save it for the next, like, tomorrow. Just give it to Kendall. He really wants it. <laughs> <laughs> you can no. save it and think about it. We go, can, go with your heart. You can do it next time we're all together in go the studio. My heart, my yeah, heart is saying rock. That's not nice. It doesn't have to be this either. You can make a, a private stock shot if you want and bring it on another show. The rules. You still would have played either way. Anyway. That's true. Kenna wants a shot. Don't come over here. I was going to give you a good shot. Yeah, give him a good shot. You absolutely were not. Jameson. You were not. I was thinking about it. <laughs> Kyle's going to think about it. We're going to go to break. We're going to lose Moxine on the trip. Yeah. He's got to go home and take care of some parakeets. Might be buying some birds. Just so you know, you're going to hate them. Why? They're so noisy. No, parakeets, it said moderate noise. That's not true. <laughs> moderate noise if you don't give them any toys. Oh, listen. They'll be toys. Yeah, and they're going to slam them at the cage at 6 a.m. Like, wake up, motherfucker. I need seed. I'm not talking about the creamy kind. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. <laughs>
on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and we're here with everybody but Mock. So, good guys. We're good guys. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. We are your best friend, man. Stand up for him. Hey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he goes, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, guy. Yeah. Do you understand the hypotenuse theorem? Uh, yeah, AP plus F equals W. I really thought he was actually going to start spitting <laughs> it out for a half second. Do you know what the, hy- do you know what the hypotenuse is? Like, is it? A squared plus, plus B, B squared equals C squared. C squared. That's the Pythagorean theorem. Mx plus B equals Y. No, that's the equation of a line. I thought that was a slope, not a line. No, B is the slope. Okay. Whatever. Is B the slope? No, B is the... M is the slope, B is the y-intercept. That's all bullshit. Uh, it's actually real. No, it's all bullshit. It's a real thing. It's a bullshit thing to have to learn. I did particularly poor that subject. I did really good at it. Yeah. I have a degree. You're a, you're a math guy, <laughs> through and through. Get on your path. So, this no. is the Pythagorean theorem, Kyle. A squared plus B squared. angles and numbers. The square root of A squared plus B squared is equal Five. to C. Is what? that the University of Cincinnati logo on there? No. Hilarious. Can I have another yes. beer, please? No. Mm. Okay. Kyle, what's yeah. the nice Osley's triangle? Thank you. You didn't even make a triangle, man. You just <laughs> kind of did like a weird first down gesture. Isosceles is two equal sides and one unequal side? Yes. An obtuse. What's an obtuse triangle? What's that mean? Bigger than 90 degrees. Acute yes. is smaller. Right angle is 90. That's all you can get out of what you. What about an equilateral triangle? Four. Four equal sides of the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Not all triangles are squares, but no squares are triangles. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> the name of the one that has no equal sides. Which one is that? Has no equal sides? Yeah. No, I, I honestly heard I met a woman that had no ankles. <laughs> <laughs> has no equal sides. There's a, there's a name for that. Uh, circle. I don't know about that. First of all, who fucking cares? Why are we doing geometry? I don't know if that's possible. I failed. Kendall scaling. failed scaling. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Well, I said I was just trying to do the math like quickly in my head. I'm like, uh, what did you need on the geometry? Was like the one subject that I didn't really focus a lot on. Yeah. I needed like, like a, super a, easy. A well, it's just like I hated proofs. I used like an eighty-one. <laughs> QED. Hmm? My geometry teacher always made us do that. QED. Yeah, proofs were proofs could be d- very difficult. Never did that. You didn't do proofs in geometry in high school? No, nope. I don't, th- I don't Dude, think so. Let me tell you something about geometry. Did you guys okay. take dumb kid geometry? Oh, no. well, we took academic. Is it a square or a circle? We did take the average person. Triangle. You know, do you know the golden rule? Don't pee standing up. <laughs> No, it was the golden ratio. Oh, the golden ratio. <laughs> 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 you know the golden rule? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, it's funny. He says, like, it's like, I know he's, I know what he's talking about, but, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, Look, so, Kendall, to answer his question, do you know what that is? Uh, we did a project on it, and we did pretty well. We didn't do well at all. We were the, everybody had to present this, except our group. Yeah, we so we submitted a PowerPoint, and she must have looked at it ahead of time because she did not let us present it. <laughs> you should know what the golden ratio is, dude. It's in the Criminal Minds episode. Doctor Cox was on our thing. No, that's the. It's basically the golden ratio, though. Yes, the shape of the golden ratio. Wise was on it too. Yeah, we 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 did this. I love that episode, by the <laughs> way. That is a good episode. We did this PowerPoint. We What's his face is in that episode of Criminal Minds? Uh, George Costanza. Oh yeah, he's a bad guy. Uh, uh, Jason Alexander. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Do you think she knew? And oh, so yeah. I didn't even yeah, know that until, well in the like, thing. I she watched the credits and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, bald with white hair coming down the sides, <sighs> giant fucking mustache. 
It looked like Doug Dibbidome. I, I kind of like those episodes where like they like one character is like the focus while everybody else does something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I loved Gideon. Gideon, Gideon was anything. my favorite character for a long time. That wasn't Gideon. Uh, that was Rossi. That was after the Gideon episode. You're right. That was Rossi, Rossi was the one that sat in the room with him. You're right. Talk about when they killed the pigs, ate all the people. You no, know, I watched the both those episodes last night while I was waiting to come get you. I know. I was watching the end of the other one. Oh, were you? <laughs> it's the first one is to hell, and the second one is and back. It's good to be out. What were you thinking of from work? <laughs> no, were the the um mentally challenged brother? No, 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 no. Were you picking him up from? I work? was picking him up from work last okay. night. Yeah, I went there early to see if I could fix their bathroom sink for them. I couldn't. All right, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Pythagorean theorem, Kyle. Are you ready? Love or hate? Love or hate? Love or hate? Bring it on. All right. Hate. <laughs> That's fair. The first one. Kyle, have you drank four beers already? One of those is Kyle's. This is three. This is three. Jesus, you fucking... Mm. You know, I'm so thirsty. I mean, this is not quenching the thirst at all. Just I'm going to take those home so you don't finish them all tonight. No, no, you can, you can, you can take them. Um, You're going to finish them all tonight. Carlos Correa back to Houston. He played the role of the villain very well, and since the Astros are one of the most hated teams in baseball, the two fit well nicely. Um, Messi is <laughs> hates. What do you hate about it? I like how Messi said the Batista. Like, <laughs> it's more of like Correa going back to Houston. So, th- like, are we like pushing aside logistics? Because like, can Houston afford him? Yes. Yeah. Can they? Mm-hmm. I thought the whole reason that he was going to be leaving was because they couldn't offer him what he would be making from another team. No, they could afford him. They're not really paying anybody. They owe a lot of money. To, besides Altuve and, and Bregman, there's nobody else getting paid. I, I remember the whole th- hearing about it during all the postseason. The big thing with Correa was that like they weren't going to offer him the mega deal that he was going to get from somebody else because they couldn't afford it. Maybe like they might have the money, but they could like. But they would have been. The, they're like, what are we going to do for other players? <laughs> Um, I just broad topic. They have. I love it because at some point they're going to need to get some of these star players. They're going to need to get stuff in return for that. You know, because they they lost uh, Brantley to the Blue Jays, right? No, Brantley's with the Astros. Oh, who they lose to the Blue Jays? Oh, Springer. Uh, Springer. 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 Like they're they're going to start losing guys. Whether it's like you know Verlander could just be to retirement soon, you know, stuff like that. Where like, and if they're not getting at least a haul back for one of them, they're going to be in real grim shape when they don't have any of them. So I could see them bringing him back to trade. They have or they have $53 million free. Well, they don't have enough. This, sh- like, I overall. Because if like, they gave him, like, a contract that's worth, like, 25 a year, it leaves him 18 to fill out the rest of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, they physically have enough, but then they won't have enough for everything else. Unless it goes to luxury tax, and who the fuck cares? Mattress Mac will pay it. <laughs> I personally love it. I think the two fit well together. Yeah, I I, I love it. I think it's... There's two know. peas in the pod. I love it, but I think it's because they try to get stuff in return for it. Mm-hmm. This is a funny one. Ben Simmons... <laughs> ben Simmons <laughs> to the Sacramento Kings. The Ben Simmons situation is a dumpster fire, and so are the Sacramento Kings. Let the two be together. Hate it. I think Maybe. if he's traded by the deadline, it's it, it, the only way he goes by the deadline is he, go, is he goes to Brooklyn. It'd be like him and Seth Curry, and like picks for Harden. I'm a four dollar. 
You yelled at me a couple weeks ago for suggesting that Harden could get traded. I I, do, I still I really personally still feel like he doesn't get traded, but like that's the buzz around the league is that if Harden's gonna if Harden's gonna get traded, it's going to be to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, and they're gonna want Seth Curry in return for it. Well, we, uh, there's some articles saying that like Damian Lillard is trying to get traded to the Sixers. When's he back though? I mean, I don't think they really I don't think the Sixers care until the end of the season, anyways, and they have him for like five more years. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of hate it, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but I just it, that, that sounds like like a spite trade, which you're kind of describing. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, does that really happen in in basketball? Well, in this situation, like the Sixers well, would be getting good pieces. From but didn't the Kings just trade pieces to L.A.? No. Who just got traded? Covington, Covington. got traded, and uh, wasn't Buddy Heel traded? No. no, not yet. Somebody, somebody, or Bagley? Not yet. Unless you saw something I didn't. I thought, was it just a rumor they were talking about the Lakers trading for them? Yes. Oh. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if the Kings. Robert Covington and Norman Powell got traded. To the Lakers? Uh, To the the Clippers. Clippers, Clippers, okay. I don't don't know. I just. I feel like you guys are in win mode now. Like win now mode. And I don't, the Kings pieces aren't going to do that for you. Like it gives it gives Embiid more of a supporting cast, but the, the, Embiid's problem is you need somebody else that can take over the game. If Embiid's if Embiid's struggling, if you bring in like Marvin Bagley and Buddy Heald and stuff like those are still those are better pieces like than than someone who's not there obviously. But like I'd rather have Seth Curry than Marvin Bagley. Yeah. So it's like you're bringing you're just kind of bringing in more supporting role, and then like so if Embiid has an off night or gets hurt for six games, who's gonna win games for you? Seth they're having, Curry. They're, ha- they're having. Well, he would be gone. Be Seth, Tobias. Seth, well, Tobias probably would be gone too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those are guys they're talking about being gone. And and, and it, it's just like a, the Sixers are having a hard enough time winning games with Embiid playing at a level. I mean, what are they? The sixth seed right now? Mm-hmm. They dropped them and the Nets have tumbled. They've been the sixth seed. Well, they've been up and down. Yeah, is what I mean. Like they've had stints where they look like a two seed, one seed, and then they look like a. Ten seed, like, like we talked about before, it's literally just Joel and B scoring points. Right. So is is Buddy Heald or and or Marvin Bagley going to make you no. guys a better Darren win Fox team? Will make Even still, though, I don't know that Darren Fox really does because it gives you the speed, but it, you need the shooting. You you need to bring in players that entice Embiid to stay down low and not come up and try to score from the top. Darren Fox can shoot, but he is a slasher, which means Embiid needs to get out of the paint to make room for him. Because it takes a th- the opposing seven footer out of the lane. Hey, I'm just gonna unplug this real quick. It's in my way. Ooh, that would put an end to the show. <laughs> All right, Not an end to the show. Just it would put it on a pretty serious pause. Yes, that's Jameis true. Winston back to Tampa Bay. Love it. We know Bruce Bruce's playbook seemed to kind of figure out the turnover battle when he was in New Orleans. And I personally love it. Plinko is on the fence. Um. I, I hate it. I agree with what you're saying. I think there's merit to it. I just think that parties have moved on. And I think that Tampa now is going to, like, this is not, not, this is not their rebuildings of this. There's so much, like, there's more than Tom Brady on the on the Bucks. I just think they'll, they'll plug in somebody else. But who? That's the question. Well, I just think anybody but Jameis. I mean, they don't like any of the quarterbacks that are on their roster to start right away. No. Well, I ever. <laughs> Let him figure out what he's worth. Come on now. They could bring, bring in Dalton. 
I mean, Dalton wouldn't be a bad stopgap for a year. That's Trubisky. Well, I think too, and I don't think anyone here at the table is a, a Jameis hater. No, I, I think he's just well. There's one, but he's fuck him. <laughs> I I don't I hate it. I, I just don't. I don't think it's. I don't think that fit is there anymore. I just I think I think Jameis Winston replaces Matt Stafford after their loss, their crucial loss to the Bengals in the big game. You know, LA is still trying to recover from that. It's like the fires of 1994 all over again. <laughs> the Rays trade Glasnow. Glasnow's about to be in arbitration. Will the Rays do what they do best and trade a player before they are about to get paid? Is it to the White Sox? I don't. Yes or no? No. Hate it. <laughs> uh, I I love it. You know, history shows that Tampa will just make somebody else a star, and then he'll go to the Pirates and be a nothing. <laughs> it's amazing that Glasnow was struggling hard in Pittsburgh. The moment he gets to Tampa Bay, I'm an ace. Yeah. Damn. Well, didn't what's his face do that too? Didn't he like leave? Didn't he leave Pittsburgh pitch oh. really well and then go back? Oh, Archer. Uh, uh, he didn't start though. He pitched well as a bullpen. Right, but I'm saying, but like he left Pittsburgh. He sucked in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Went to Tampa. Yeah. Played well. Yeah. Went back to Pittsburgh. No. Didn't somebody go back to Pittsburgh and then suck again? Like they left Pittsburgh, did pretty well, and they came back and were terrible again. I'm sure, but I don't. It wasn't him. Well, the best Pittsburgh story is Bautista. Yeah. Just being, you know, oh, not bad, but just kind of whatever. Yeah. Pittsburgh goes to, you know, the Blue Jays and wreaks havoc. <laughs> Who was this? Who was the ace for the Pirates when we went to that game for Jeff? Oh, like who, not who was pitching, but like who was the ace of that team? Was it Archer. fucking Tyon? I think it was Archer. I know Tyon was pitching there, right? What year was it? It was Tyon. Tyon was there. I remember seeing the, the poster for it. Seventeen. I don't know how old's Cole. Five. Five. So it'd be seventeen. Sixteen, maybe. Seventeen, because yeah. he's turning five this year. Well, Amanda was pregnant though when we went. Right. When's his birthday? October. Or something. So it would have been. February. It would have been yeah. 17. Yeah. 17. It would have been 2017. Opening day lineup. Garrett Cole. Is he there still? Yeah. Yeah. Garrett Cole. I feel like he was hurt, though. I don't remember who we saw, though. I don't either. I just remember Paul calling the home run. That was like, well, all I remember. <laughs> Besides drinking all those beers, I one of one of You oh. saved the life. I called a home run. That's true. We yeah, did who, save the life. You, you weren't there. No, I was with Jeff. Yeah, Paul and I basically we did the beer runs the entire yeah, was, day. Was, oh, you know who you know who Jeff was really high on at that time? Von Nova. That was who I was. That's who to we think. saw. That's who oh, we saw. Yeah, yeah. Jeff was huge on him at that time. We saw That's him because it was Tyon. It was Tyon Nova Cole. Were like the big three, kind of. Even though Nova and Tyon were still kind of young. Where's Tyon now? He's a Blue Jay, right? Tyon's I don't know. Yeah, he, was he Did a Blue he? Jay last year? No, or Tyon's been a Yankee. Who was a Blue Jay? Wasn't one of the pitchers a Blue Jay? What's his name? He was a Blue Jay in our show franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta stop playing sports video games. It really skews up your I'm reality. I'm not going to even talk about the James Harden one because we already talked about it. Jimmy G gets traded to the Steelers. The black and gold need a, need a quarterback. The Steelers kind of run the same system. Not not It's not as good system, but it's the same system with the 49ers. The only problem I see with it is like, so a report came out saying that San Francisco was looking for Second round, a second round pick or a third and a player. Yes. My thing is, I th- I feel like because from the Steelers' standpoint, they can't afford to trade any of the dynamic defensive players. Obviously, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick are out of the question. But like, I feel like they're still going to want to hang on to Joe Hayden. He's a free agent. 
Is he? Okay, so then Joe Hayden's probably going to walk. Or, or they might bring him back on a cheap one-year deal. Mm-hmm. He might want to stay. I don't know. Uh, real quick update. Uh, Steve Nash says the Nets are not trading James Harden. I, I just didn't think it would happen because Kevin Durant is hurt. Like If they trade James Harden and Kevin Durant is not there, they're, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were making like, a hand motion. No, no. Fuck you, Kendall. I'm yeah, sorry. I, don't, I, didn't, I had that one on there. But. I just don't. Th- th- that's the whole thing. If Kevin Durant is healthy, I think that that might be something they look into. <laughs> but <laughs> flawless. Yeah. <laughs> Such a bubbly. Sixers are going to trade for it. Lillard and sign Harden in the offseason. And they're going to become the most hated team in the league. Uh, yeah. And they're going to lose to LeBron James in the finals. <laughs> they're going to lose to Braun and Bronny <laughs> as Trailblazers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G, G. Pittsburgh. Oh, Jimmy G. So my only problem is I f- I feel like really for, and I guess I, I guess I can ask you guys to get a feeling on it, but really it comes down to the Steelers organization. Are you cool with giving up a third round pick and Chase Claypool, or a third round pick and Deontay Johnson? Not Johnson. Are you sp- but like okay? So you'd rather keep Johnson than Claypool? But are you are you cool with giving up a third round pick and Chase Claypool to get Jimmy Garoppolo? And let's just say a sixth. Because Claypool, I think, is like a little bit higher profile than what they might be expecting. But like, are you cool with, are, are you comfortable with giving up a potentially future number one receiver in the league? He's got the talent. He's got to keep his head on his shoulders. He's got the talent. Are you comfortable trading Chase Claypool, knowing that Juju's walking? Because that's been announced. Mm-hmm. He's testing free agency. So Claypool realistically is your one going into the season. Are you cool with trading Chase Claypool and a third-round pick where you guys tend to do a lot of damage in the mid-rounds for Jimmy Garoppolo? Who only has one year left on his deal, right? Yes. So basically, you're kind of you're giving up a third and Claypool for like a prove-it year. I mean, I know like I know everyone's stance at the table on Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm saying but like he would need to prove it to the Steelers that he's worth bringing in a new contract. Mm-hmm. Now, they're, not, they're not just going to bring him in and then give him a seven-year deal. Or a five-year deal, they're going to let him play his year, and then they're going to work out a deal. If they're, they're happy by you know week fourteen, you guys are fucking you know ten and two, or s- even if you're seven and five, you know. But he's played well, you know. Then, you know, you guys might work out the deal. But I feel like from your team, looking at your team, and looking at what San Francisco's needs are, the San Francisco need playmaking on offense, especially if they're going to go with Lance. Lance has the legs, but he's going to need help at the receiver position. Brandon Ayuk is formidable, but Brandon Ayuk is really he's a low end two, high end three receiver. Right. They need a number two receiver. Chase Claypool could fit that role. Chase Claypool would be an awesome compliment to Debo Samuel. They don't need Benny Snell. They have they have running backs. And they have they're one of those teams that has shown year in and year out Anybody it doesn't matter who lines start. up in the backfield, they're gonna be they're gonna do fine for us. You guys don't have any enticing offensive linemen to trade. And then, like I said, so, I mean, is there a defensive piece? But San Francisco's defense is so good that they probably don't want to bring in, and they're probably not going to want to bring something in. corner. But you guys could use corners. I know. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. I mean, I certainly don't hate it. I, I just, I feel like it's, I feel like it's Claypool. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like there's already been a, a, a disheartened between Steelers organization and Claypool's actions. With Juju leaving, it kind of, like, takes away the one maturity fact, even though Juju was immature, but it was somebody that Claypool could relate to. Like, they were very close. And if with him gone, Claypool could kind of lash out. 
type of thing or whatever. You know, you could run yourself into a situation. But it just it, to me, it seems like giving up Claypool in a third for Jimmy G on a one-year deal is a lot. Feels like you're giving up a lot. But at the same time, too, if the Steelers are confident that Jimmy G can make them go to the playoffs, I don't see them not doing that deal because the Steelers are always going to try to make the playoffs. They're one of few teams whose goal every year is we're always going to try to make it to the playoffs. We're not going to try to, you know, the past three years we've had three wins. We're going to try to be a six-win team. Like, no, we're going to try to be a fucking ten-win team and make the playoffs. That's the Steelers' mantra. But that's what I feel like it takes for the Steelers. Unless you can maybe convince – unless unless they can be convinced that Claypool is an, is valuable enough that they could bring it down from, you know, to Claypool in a fourth. That might be something they could do. Because Claypool, I feel like, is – a little bit above the spectrum of where they're looking for a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I think you know I think Kyle would agree for the most part. Like Claypool, Claypool in a Claypool a third and a sixth for Jimmy G and Ayuk. I'm down for that. And okay. Samuel, you yeah. need to throw in some more. <laughs> what was that? I counter offered it because I feel like th- I feel like the trade is going to come down to a third and Claypool for Garoppolo. Yeah, and I feel like the Steelers that's a lot to ask for Garoppolo. So what if you did a third, a sixth, and Claypool for Ayuk and Garoppolo? I don't think they'll give up Ayuk for a sixth. Well, it's not a sixth. Really, what it, it would be is like it's not for a sixth. It's part of the third, or it's part of Claypool in the sixth. And then part of Claypool in the third for Jimmy G. You know what I mean? Because Claypool in the third, I think, is too much to give up for Jimmy G. I think they value Ayuk too much. Nah. Okay. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't want to coach that blows fourth quarter leads? Mike Tomlin. No, no, you're not getting Kyle Shanahan out of this. You're just trading the Mike Tomlin for tomato basil with Triscuits. Well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And two bottles of Johnny Walker Blue. All right, I'm in. Mr. Mr. World Series. Jacques Peterson. Didn't know where he was going with it for a second. And isn't he Mr. Postseason? He's only been to one World Series, hasn't he? No. Oh, he was a Brave last year. Did he do well in the World Series? Yeah. Yeah, of course he did. Isn't it weird how some players are just like that? Man, I'm so clutch, but only when it really counts. (laughs) So put me on teams where it shows. To the White Sox. To chase another ring. The only way it happens is as a DH. Yeah. He can play outfield, too. I mean, but I, we, we already have defensive liabilities in outfield. I love <laughs> it. I think Chicago is that close. I think their window is Is Jock Peterson that much better of an outfielder than Eloy? Yes. But, like, enough better yeah. where he should get days over Eloy? Well, I mean, Eloy should be the DH in that situation. But Eloy needs to play in the field in order to keep – when Eloy DHs, his numbers go down. He needs involvement. That and or you, you Jack can play all three positions. Though. He cannot play center field. Yeah, that's where he's played most of his game. He can't play center field. He's not fast enough. That, who did who did they replace Acuna in Atlanta? He didn't do it good enough. So you're saying Jack Peterson should play over Luis Robert in center field? No, that's not what I said. That's exactly. Didn't like, he just say that? No. Didn't he just say? Off, didn't he just say that Jack Peterson replaced Acuna? <laughs> Would you say Acuna is better than Luis Robert right now? Yeah. So, Jack Peterson could place, replace Luis Robert. That's not what I said. So, you're saying Jack Peterson is better than Luis Robert. Yes. So, then Jack Peterson's better than Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> so, then why don't you guys just get him? I don't want him. Why? Because that's not something they're going to Because you don't know what October smells like? Exactly. Ah. You get there first. I need those. <laughs> Do you love it or hate it? 
Um, is it upgrade over Vaughn? I, I don't really know that he is. The because that's the problem is like it's tough because they brought in a World Series manager, and you know they're, they're going to expect things and whatever. And last year's season injuries kind of riddled things up a little bit, and they didn't really have a lot of full time playing. And they just ran into a hot Astros team. And they lost, and they, they, again, stumbled themselves out of home field advantage like they did the year prior, the pandemic year. But Jack Peterson is a step up over Vaughn when you get to October, but not on the road to October. Andrew Vaughn greatly increased his game. No, like, I get it. I'm just saying, like, that's not a bad piece to have. Right, well, and I think From my standpoint, it's like, I, I don't know. It's tough. Like, yeah, I'd love to have that guy for when you get to October. I really would. But I have a real problem with bringing in a guy that now you're, a guy. you're sitting down. You're not sitting down because he's going to play. But like that you're really saving as a weapon for October. Because that means when October comes, you've got to tell a guy that did his job every day to make October possible, you're out for this guy. Well, so I think in for and that's like Chicago. Tough. That's tough. I get it. Like it worked and out for the Braves because Acuna went down. Right. Like that's why it worked out for them. If Acuna doesn't go down, Jock Peterson doesn't win a World Series last year. He's not going to the Braves. He never gets traded. Huh? Never gets traded. Well, he might well, get traded, right. but just to somebody else. Just, yeah, but, like, if Acuna doesn't go down, and, and if Acuna doesn't go down, maybe the Braves don't win the World Series. Who but was he? Who? Peterson before uh, Toronto. Was it? No, I thought it was out west. When did he say before the Braves? Well, he was a Cub when he left the Cubs, right? To the Dodgers. So was he yeah. a Dodger? I think he signed somewhere else before. Rangers? He's Dodger, then Cubs, then Rangers, then a Brave. So he went from the Cubs to the Braves? He went from, yeah, he went from the Cubs to the Braves. I don't know, I thought it was reversed. He was a Dodger first. Dodger first, then the Cubs. He was part of the Cubs World Series team, though, right? No. No, no he wasn't. Okay. He was a Cub for 2021. Oh, so he, how was he Mr. World Series? He left the Dodgers to go to the Cubs after the Cubs won the World Series, and the Dodgers then won the World Series. Oh, but he was the reason why, like, big reason why they, they won the World Series. Who? Jock Peterson, the Dodgers. Oh, he was on that World Series yeah. team? Yeah. So he was only a Cub for a year? He started his career with the Cubs. No. Um, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Matthew, can you look up how many rings Jock Peterson has? Two. Okay. So he was on the 2020 team. 2020 and 2021. Dodgers team. So he went Cubs-Dodgers. He signed this free agency with the Cubs. Oh. Then got traded to the Braves. Mm-hmm. You see why this is confusing? But for me, I think a team like Chicago is, is right there. And it, there's certain teams where gotcha. all pieces are good pieces. So he was only a Cub for half the year. Yeah. Right. And I think there's a situation where Jack Peterson can be like, hey, know your role. Listen, you're going to sit back, you're, you're going to play. I have no problem day. with that. My problem is with telling somebody like – like An- I see what you're saying. Right. My, pro- my problem is be like with Andrew Vaughn. Like Andrew Vaughn will be a player that maybe he hits 270 with, you know, 18 home runs and, you know, 60 RBIs, and he plays, you know – relatively error-free baseball in the outfield because he really improved his glove in the outfield. And then the postseason comes, and it's like, look, like those numbers obviously, like they're not jump off the page at you, but like that's a contribution to making it to the playoffs. Right. That's Especially like if the way in where the hits come. Like, you know, what if, you know, okay, so he's got, you know, he batted 270 with X amount of hits, but what if 12 of those hits were game-winning hits? Well, and to your point... Drove in, a, you know, drove in the game-winning run. Like that's stuff like that. And then it's like, Someone's got to suffer. Someone that played every day to because Jock Peterson's not going to play every day unless an injury happens. He's not going to be an everyday contributor because you can even you can start the season. I think you're I think you'll agree with me, Kyle. 
you can start the season off with that idea that Jack Peterson's going to be an everyday guy. But by end of April, early May, he's going to lose playing time because Jack Peterson's not a regular season guy. And as you know, playing, putting up fucking monster numbers in October is great, but you got to get to October first. Right. And I think you know, like we were saying, it it was because of injury. But there's a situation where he can just be an off the bench guy and be successful in Chicago and not take any playing time from anyone. Well, I think that's the problem though for like Jack Peterson. I think Jack Peterson does need some regular time on the field to get into that swing of things. Pun intended. I, I don't. I, I hate it from the White Sox standpoint. I love it from a playoff contender standpoint. I think it goes to a team like a, a Yankees, a Blue Jays. A, you know, I'm just spitting out those types of teams. You know, a Yankees, a Blue Jays, a Giants. You know, a back to the Dodgers. You know, uh, Houston, like a team that is playoff contending. You know, a team that is more than likely going to be putting on uniforms in October. That I, I that I love. The White Sox specifically. Not so much. The Houston Texans find their next head coach, Josh McCown. Dislike. Can you elaborate? Me or Kyle? You. Uh, His head or his coaching experience is coaching a high school football team. There are plenty of other coaches that are on paper more worthy of that job. Who knows? Josh McCown could come in and be the greatest coach of all time. Who knows? But you haven't seen him do it at any professional level to do it. And that is not a move you make for a winning franchise. That is a move you make for somebody that's trying to go for a top three pick again. Well, fair. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> uh, I also kind of hate it. I mean, uh, he could be a, a good coach. I just, I think it, we, NFL has to be a little less trendy. You know, we don't have to be always groundbreaking. You know, let, let, let the guys. Maybe he goes on the, the, the roster. Why, why can't he be an assistant head coach and you know, gain some more further professional experience? I don't know. I, just well, I, think, I think that the Texans are the perfect place for him from the standpoint of like it's kind of just a dumpster fire organization right now where it's kind of just a joke from GM down to fucking third string linebacker. I mean, every position is – I mean, who's one shining bright spot on the Houston Texans roster? Who's their best Brandon player? Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that's their best player. Brandon Cooks is their best fucking player. I couldn't even name you their coordinators. I, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> Rex Burkhead He's is Tunsil? their starting Larry running Tunsil. back. I thought Laramie Tunsil was an offensive lineman. Yes. He, he said coordinators. Coordinators. I, I'm saying that's the best, their best player. Okay, so Laramie Tunsil is their best player. Someone who's blocking for a quarterback that can't complete a pass. Um, I, I still oh. think that David Mills is going to be a really good Which leads me into, I could see that being the reason why they bring McCown in. They don't bring McCown in to win games. They bring McCown in on a two to three year deal to strengthen the quarterback, sh- strengthen the quarterback, but al- but also the, the the team morale around Mills. Mills ha- it, Mills is two seasons away because I don't care. The Texans do are not going to have what it takes between free agency and the draft to give Mills offensive firepower to gain, garner respect around the NFL. And unfortunately, it, it works a little bass backwards with quarterbacks of that stature. Quarterbacks of like the Kyler Murrays and quarterbacks of like the Trevor Lawrences, stuff like that. Like when they come in, they're 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 already so overrated right out of the gate because they were so sought after as college prospects. You're, you're, you're already overrated because you've never taken an NFL snap. I mean, we've we've seen it in the Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, like you know th- these guys were just as hot of a commodity as Trevor Lawrence was one day. 
They were just as wanted, and it didn't work. They were bad. They, didn't, they weren't NFL-caliber players. Great college players, but that doesn't always translate. I'm not saying anything about Trevor Lawrence. I'm just saying, like, it happens. Right. But coming in, you know, those players, they, they tend to, and that's why, like, things really failed for Jamarcus Russell. But, like, Trevor Lawrence, you know, like, he shows up the first day of, of, of rookie minicamp, and he's, he's staying late in the film room. He's working late with the coaches. He's, you know, he's going out to dinners with the offensive linemen. He's, he's going out, you know, he's, he's coming over to the, the wide receivers' head uh, homes during the offseason and, and meeting their families and talking. And, he, and he's getting to know them, and that earns their respect. Uh, David Mills is not even rated. Just David Mills. Right. Gives a shit. It's David Mills. Cool. So, like, David Mills kind of has to go about it bass backwards, and quarterbacks in that situation do, where they kind of have, kind of like what Justin Herbert had to do. Kind of have to gain respect around the league to gain the respect from your team. When other teams start being like, oh, this dude can fucking ball, then your team's like, oh, they dude, recognize that, yeah, yeah, dude, we got, you know, other players, and we got a baller on our team, and then they start recognizing it. So, if Josh McCown can kind of, like, aid Mills in that direction along with the offensive pieces they bring in, by the time they get to, you know, the next head coach hiring, I think I, I could see McCown being a stopgap for that role. Because I, I, I don't think that right now, there, I don't think there's any point in, if you're going to bring McCown in, I don't think there's any point in bringing McCown in as an offensive coordinator or a quarterback's coach because the whole fucking organization's a dumpster fire. Bring him in a head coach, take the chance. You never know. It could turn out to be great. It could turn out to be a great head coach. And if he doesn't, he's going to pass along valuable information to Mills along the way. Um, we have Bradley Beal being dealt to the Miami Heat. Uh, the Heat are contenders and currently uh, hold the top spot in the East. Uh, Beal played at the University of Florida. Had the Miami, had the Florida connection. <coughs> you love those connections. <laughs> and then uh, the Heat do have what it takes to make a deal, make a package deal for Bradley Beal. They can they can put Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson in a deal. So this is uh, obviously deadline you're talking. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys can definitely speak better on it than I. Uh, I guess I would say love it. It seems that, you know, whatever Washington is doing is uh, less than stellar, uh, and the you know, player they're actually, they're actually not doing bad. They just hate no. Spencer Dinwiddie for some reason. <laughs> they're they're we're currently in in eighth. Yeah, I think they hold the playoff spot. Yeah, Kuzma's uh, playing out of his fucking mind. Uh, he's playing like how he was in the first year with the Lakers. And then he realized what the city of LA is all about. <laughs> Fell into the city. <laughs> uh, I c- I can see it, and I wouldn't hate it. Bill's a free agent after next season, right? Yeah, he's got one more year left after this. I think Bradley Beal. I think the only way Bradley Beal gets moved is because I think the Harden thing falls through and he ends up going to Philadelphia. Cool. But the thing is, is I don't know that Bradley, I don't know, that, ooh, I don't know that the Sixers are going to want Bradley Beal because if they go get Bradley Beal now, they probably can't get Harden in the offseason. and so it's what are you gonna, unless unless they can unless they can like dump Tobias in there, they can get rid of Tobias. Then, Bradley Beal seems like kind of a whiny bitch. He's not. No, he's not. Bradley Beal wants to stay in Washington. 
every year it's every year it's where's Bradley Beal going? And Bradley Beal every year is, I want to say a wizard. Like he like this year he didn't he didn't say no, like to not being traded. He didn't he he didn't, he didn't say no publicly, but. All right, I'm gonna do like three more. Uh, I'm gonna do this one. The Giants bring in a quarterback to compete with Daniel Jones. That quarterback is Mitchell Trubisky. I could subscribe to that. Say that one more time. Mitchell Trubisky comes in to compete with Jones, Daniel Jones. Yeah, love it. And you notice too. I mean, I think that's gonna happen regardless. The main, the main thing was someone comes in to compete for Daniel Jones' job. Yeah. But he specifically said, uh, as an example, Mitchell Trubisky. And it's not specific for every team does this. Whenever a a coordinator comes, it seems like. Players in the organization kind of follow, so like it's kind of the. I think Paul even said it. It's it's the New York Buffaloes right now. The the coaches coming in. If somebody comes in to compete for Daniel Jones' job, it's going to be somebody who's young and un- and un- unproved in the league. It's going to be somebody like a Mitchell Trubisky because the ball's not going to bring or Dayball or whatever the fuck how you say it. He's not going to bring in some. Uh, he's not going to bring in some expendable veteran because he is probably gearing up to move on from Daniel Jones. I mean, I think Daniel Jones would really have to wow, really have to wow. I mean, I think like I agree. You know, like this this past year, I think Daniel Jones could have earned himself his contract, an extension of two or three years, if he had gone out and done like a thirty five hundred yard, thirty touchdown performance with minimal turnovers, led the Giants maybe eight wins, nine wins, because that that wouldn't be his fault. The defense is improving, but it's not the it's not perfect. You know, Saquon is not the Saquon of old. Receivers got hurt, whatever. But if all of that aside. Uh, uh, Jones still went eight wins with those stats. More or less the same. I think that he would have earned himself a year extension, maybe or two year extension, whatever. With Dayball coming in, I feel like Dayball's already trying to find the next guy. Right, and I feel like that was kind of I feel like that was the writing on the wall for Trubisky when Nagy came in. Except they had three years of Trubisky, and Matt Nagy was like, "I'm running this because I know this will work." And Mitch Trubisky's like, well, I'm this. I don't fit that. And it's like, I'll do the best I can, but I can't make any promises. And it just never worked. So I feel like it's going to be a young guy that Dayball might bring in, like a Trubisky or something like that, that if he does get the starting time, the repetition could be like, a, maybe this is the guy. Maybe this is just the guy. We don't have to do the whole drafting the quarterback thing. Right. Um, I know the Titans came out and said they're going to keep Tannehill, but that's always – Two teams always change their minds. Mm-hmm. What if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Tennessee Titans and that's being led to Dan- Ryan Tannehill being traded to the Denver Broncos? Uh, so, I mean, we'll, we'll have everything about that. So, like, it's just kind of like all in. in I'd say the thing, yeah, the thing that's tough is, like, that, that's just so many pieces to be moved. Well, even if it's like Ryan Tannehill gets traded to the Packers. And then the Packers decide to move on. From it would the just team. be a three-team trade. They would they would execute a three-team trade or two separate two-team trades. Um, the thing is, is like, so what's Rodgers worth? What does Tennessee have to give up to get him? Two first-rounders. I think it's got to be more than two firsts. I miss, I have no idea. Uh, he's one of those guys. Like, is there is there is there a price for him? Is there is there a price for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, the guy's coming off of an MVP caliber season. Granted, albeit he still didn't, you know, he still choked in the playoffs. The Packers well, were the playoffs. Either. Right, I understand that, but the but it doesn't. What did, what did the Lions get? Give. Well, uh, you have to remember that part of those first round picks were to take on golf salary, which was astronomical. Right, and and but Rogers, you're expecting to take on that salary. 
Yeah, yeah. Rod, if you're treating for Roger, I mean, you're not you're not giving you're not getting extra shit because you're taking on a salary yeah. when it's Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like, okay, yeah, you're taking on thirty million dollars, but you're also taking on MVP quarterback talent. Jared Goff, you weren't taking on M- MVP t- right, quarterback which talent, which is why they needed to trade away that pick. To like Jared Goff, maybe could have warned a little bit more picks if they had won that Super Bowl. Yep. You know that that could have went into it. Like, hey, he might not be playing great now, but he's a Super Bowl quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback. I don't know that there's a price tag for Rodgers is the problem. Like, a price tag that's realistic. I, I don't think two firsts is enough to do it. Because even if Rodgers doesn't want to be there, until Rodgers announces his retirement, if Green Bay doesn't trade him, they force his hand. Player, don't play, but we own you. We own you till the end of your contract. So if you choose not to play, we can go ahead. You want to retire, cool. That's cap money off our books. We don't got to pay you, except for what's guaranteed. We don't got to pay you, and if you decide to come back, you're ours. Because how does that work? If you have two years left in a deal and you retire, it's not... Money comes off the books. Huh? Money comes off the books. Well, de- like guaranteed money. Yeah. You don't pay them. Like, like if you if you sign a $100, $100 million contract with $60 million guaranteed, and the $60 million is already paid when they decide to retire, you don't owe them the other money. Nope. Right, but, but how long, like, is it, are they, like, are they under your team control for the remainder of the contract? Yep. If you decide to come back ten years from now, and they had two years left on their deal, they have two years left. Yeah, right. So the Rogers, the, the, the Packers could just decide, like, all right, fine, we'll we'll go ahead and launch because they have the Devonte Adams thing to choose. We, we'll franchise tag Devonte Adams on the chance that you decide to play. And if you decide to play, it's all thing, all all wheels go, and we'll figure out a way to sign Adams. If not, we'll let Adams walk. Get a compensatory pick for him, third round guaranteed, and. We'll start the rebuild, and then we'll always, and then we'll forever for the next six years have the rights to Aaron Rodgers to trade. Yeah, that's the thing is like Rod, people like like they like to speculate that Rodgers has all this power, but they don't, they, he doesn't have shit. He doesn't have anything. I mean, he's got two years. What two years left on his deal? Uh, one year. So one year left on his deal, which means he's probably not owed any guaranteed money anymore. So he's basically at the mercy of what the Packers decide to do. And then the last one that I'm just going to do is... But I feel like it's three first-round picks is the minimum yeah. that they're giving up. It's got to be three first-round picks. Yeah, I figure the Titans... If you're trading Aaron Rodgers away, you're restarting your future. And Green Bay has more than ju- would have more than just Aaron Rodgers' hold to fill. I mean, they have Aaron Jones. They Obviously, if they got rid of Rodgers, that makes Devontae Adams basically signable. You're right. He has two years left. I'm sorry. So that basically makes Devontae Adams signable. The price just went up because now you have him for two years, not one. So your pri- the price for Aaron Rodgers is now more expensive. Yep. But there's still holes on the defensive side of the ball. There's still st- they still have things to pick. They're going to want to address all those things. Packers are... The Packers would want okay. to. That's why they're, I don't know that two firsts is enough to do it. And then my last one would be uh, the Mariners get aggressive and bring in Clayton Kershaw on a three-year, $100 million contract. So the Mariners, uh, Mariners would have to overpay for him. <coughs> I agree. I think anybody would have to overpay for him. If you're not, if your name isn't Dodgers, right? I think you're paying a little more. I do love it, I, though. There's a part of me that thinks he's a, a Dodger forever. But I mean, what a big bolster to your lineup. You know, regardless of his age, I think Kershaw Solo has a lot to give. And uh, we, they s- every year the Mariners, they, they they they're like close. There's every year there there's a part of them like, hey. This is it. This is where they're going to finally jump over. And they kind of fizzle out. But 
It's consistent. And I think maybe that could be the thing that puts them over. So Well, I know they have like two top ten pitchers in the top one hundred. And they have like another top guy coming up, uh, Julio Rodriguez. Like Mariners about to get all this young talent and baseball lately has been a young talent type of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get you get called up, they have immediate success. And for the Mariners, if you have two kids that are going to come up and throw 100, if you put them in the bullpen or the rotation, they're still going to be taught by Clayton Kershaw. Right. And even like any of those guys. Like, they're all still young. Why not bring in a veteran that has multiple Cy Youngs and a World Series? <laughs> yeah, an example of greatness. Like, yeah, you're paying the $100 million you're paying for more than just what he does on the field. Yeah. I mean, the the expectation, though, as well, though, is, is going to be if we're bringing in Clayton Kershaw, we have to be better than the Astros. Yeah. we got to get over that hump. And I don't know that Clayton Kershaw is enough to get him over the hump. I can agree with that. I, th- I, don't, I, I just, especially if the whole Correa thing happens, he goes back. And the Mariners aren't paying anybody yet. Yeah. All these guys are still young, like one or two years in the league. Yeah. I could see him doing something where it's like three years for 100 mil, but they do it where it's like, Two for seventy-five with a third-year club option, so he used to get the majority of the contract type of thing. But the, the club can opt out the third year, kind of just be like, you know what I mean. And then it's basically a two-year deal with just, hey, if it's working out well, right. we can do the and third I year for it, cheap. It hinges on two. It's one of those. It has to be an offer you can't refuse mm-hmm. type of thing. Cause, you know, he's one of those guys. It's like a, it's like a Tom Brady type thing. He's he's played long enough. He's garnered such respect. He has enough money. Nice. That it's like he doesn't need the big p- paycheck anymore. But if you were to get one more, why not take it? Right, and that's the problem is that like, in order to make it something that you can't refuse, you're really going to have to overpay because there's an undying loyalty to the Dodgers, especially now that they've won. Right. If the Dodgers had never won the World Series, like, eh. I think it's a little bit easier to do. But now that they know what the victory tastes like, and and, and the Dodgers are just a big name team that can continuously bring people in, and, the and they have and they have the arguably the best player in baseball right now on their team, playing in the outfield. You, cr- you could also make the argument for Kershaw to just be like, "Cool, we'll just stay and put if they'll bring me back." Well, I realistically, I do think he stays put because the Dodgers did just lose Max Scherzer. Mm-hmm. But like, I it's just something that would be fun and I think good for baseball. Yeah, I mean, I I could, I could buy into the that I I love it from the standpoint of like I could see a team like the Mariners, who are getting ready to load up on young talent but need some mentorship to go out and kind of blow some money they have now on like a quick two-year deal or three-year deal that's front-loaded to bring in somebody to help aid these guys so that they're progressing even faster. Kind of like what Abreu did for that young core in Chicago with mm-hmm. Mankata and Robert and, and Jimenez. That's it. Very nice. Good, All right, good love good. it or hate it, your nipples. I hate them. They're so big. I guess it's better than having no feeling in your nipples. It's I better than know. having no nipples. It's true. Isn't, isn't the worst feeling in the world when you get hit in the nipple? By the football and the cold? Yeah, it sucks. Just in general. Would I you know. rather have a third nipple or belly button as nipples? Belly button. Really? Say that again? Would you rather have a third nipple or belly buttons as nipples? I think a third nipple. Where's the third nipple? Dead center. I kind of like it. Take a dead center, two inches up from where your nipples are. Uh, Makes V-necks a little bit more difficult to work. Right. 
What kind of triangle would that be? Equilateral. Yeah. Would it though? Yeah, because yeah. it'd be dead center, equal from both nipples. Yeah, I guess right. I mean, unless you have like an askew nipple. Asymmetrical nipple. Throwing out the symmetry with the, with the male chest. I don't think I could have belly buttons as nipples. Be too weird. Yeah, it'd be real weird. You go to like itch it and you get inside your own yeah. nipple. Yeah, it's weird. Then what? It's like you're like a human bowling ball. <laughs> you're a human bowling Sorry. ball. Sorry. And with that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll wrap it up. Kind of a nice short impromptu show. Just something fun yeah, to keep yeah. new content going. Even though we're not going to be live for the the holiday or the. Yeah. The, the faux pas uh, holiday. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Much rather be live in the studio OP with you pieces all. of garbage all spent exorbitant <laughs> amounts of money to show your girlfriend that you're sorry for cheating. All right, gents. Pour one out for the Cincinnati's Bengals loss. Uh, yeah, they won. What are you doing? They won, man. You can't keep watching the Rams-Titans Super Bowl over and over <laughs> again. It was a draw. They tied. You know what be really funny is if when this goes on, they're still playing overtime period. <laughs> it's constant. Man, could you imagine that? Imagine a football game going on for like a day. It's because like they can't score. You got to think about it. Think, think of it this way. Seriously. If it happened, eventually, like you'd have to think like, yes, eventually like somebody would break free or whatever. But eventually there is comes to a point where like everybody would be so fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, all right, we're putting the punter out there. He's gonna run a go route. We're gonna. <laughs> he's yeah. got the freshest legs. Well, I tell you, I tell you, you know what would happen real fast? It would just be a lot of running plays. Yeah, there would be so many running plays. Yeah. I mean, it would just be like, all right, place kicker, get out there, you're taking the handoff, <laughs> fumble, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have to do all our socials and stuff? Yes, we do. And our PPRN plugs? Yes, we do. God, I hate when Mark's in here. I gotta remember them all. Um, well, how about this? You do the PPRN plugs. Kyle, do the socials. You got it. Yeah, uh, Hold you on. can find us at GSWD underscore four. Located on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> located on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter and Instagram are at GSWD underscore four. I knew that. Part. Make sure to use hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's belly buttoning your own nipples, playing Plinko, or third nippling your own ride. <laughs> um, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, wherever you Everywhere. find uh, yeah, wherever you find internet and radio podcasts, you find us. You can also find tons of other great content on the PPRN Radio Network, including uh, the Peter Pino Show Wednesdays at seven thirty. It's the Boo Show Thursdays at seven. Uh, getting sports with drunk, obviously. Mondays live eight ish, with the exception of today. Um, Mike Rattol has several shows in the network. Uh, he and his wife Jess do Friday night delight. Fridays at five. <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> Um, he has um, Hell Up and Yav. That's Tuesdays at 2. The fucking with you? No, no, we're good. A little bit. Um, every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday. So stay tuned for the lineup. <laughs> Just throwing stuff at this point. Um, <laughs> Choreo Rama, uh, Sundays at 2. And Dilem Monday on Delay, uh, Mondays at 5. Go to the. PPRN uh, website has all the show lineups, everything, you know, certain stuff is subject to change, but when the stuff show's not on, live music, 24-7, so non-stop content. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, we also have, I forget what the day is, I forgot, I put it in the chat, but we have a really cool um, kind of new concept uh, NFL off-season show coming up in March, Yep. Um, early March. 
That's going to be a lot of fun. Mass, are you excited for that? Yeah. Basically, we're going to be putting on the GM hats. No, president hats. President hats. President. President of the company hats. That way you have you literally have the ability to <laughs> fire and hire everybody. From the top down. Yeah. So there will be... The a- only person above you is ownership. I won't give you guys ownership because somebody will relocate their team. <laughs> Massey. Nah, I'm good. You wouldn't change them to the Hartford Rams? Oh. See? <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> Come on. You don't want to do that? No. You don't want to change them to the new Britain Rockets? These cats suck. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> um... Yeah, so we've got plenty of, plenty of cool stuff coming up, um, especially, yeah, that show. We'll get more details on that uh, last Monday. You'll get those details last Monday. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. way to say it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and when that stuff, uh, we're also going to be working on some other cool content. And then we're, we're in the works of uh, doing, doing something big for the show, for us, that will uh, give us the ability to do way more cool stuff and give you a visual of that cool stuff. For yeah. uh, a lot more future shows to come. It's going to be a good time. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake. Wait, the wait, wait, wait. Li- oh, quick, quick review? Quick review of the. Oh, sure. Yeah. So this is a very, very, very special. Yeah, it was already stated earlier in the show. I know. I was just reiterating. It's a one of a kind. One of a kind. Not one of a kind bottle, one of a kind barrel. So, I mean, there are about, we'll call it 140 or so bottles, but you can only find them at, if you're local to the area. New England area, Lighthouse Liquor in Stratford, Connecticut, sells this. One-of-a-kind barrel, single barrels. Wool. Wool barrel. Wool barrel. Um, Just dumped a bunch of water in some <laughs> wool. <laughs> Drinking it. I liked it a lot. Uh, there's definitely a bite. It's the the initial sweet. There's like a sweetness that hits you when you kind of have that, that first sip. Um it, it's it's what it's a it's a rye by definition or yeah. yes it's, um, it's a hundred and fifteen proof rye. I'm very bad at you know <laughs> differentiating. Oh well, a bourbon versus a rye versus you know a scotch. Like, I I know what they are, the difference is, but like, rye is still a bourbon. But you know like it's g- kidding. It's not true. At all. Gun to my head, like oh well, tell me why this is that. Uh, I I wouldn't be able to. But mash bill. Very 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 good. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's one of those drinks that when you take a sip of it. It sounds cheesy, but you're warm. You feel nice and warm and, and cozy inside. Yeah, I said it. It's delicious. Thoughts? You've had too much to drink. No, never. I have to finish all my beers from last night. Hello. Um. I enjoyed it. I mean, after we let it sit that time, uh, the ethanol fumes burned off a little bit. Uh, I knew that would catch on. It's all ethanol in this. What did you call it? I said ethanol because I knew it would catch on. Uh, Ethanol's gas, man. Gasoline. (laughs) It's just it's just the alcohol fumes. Whatever it is, it's bottled. I mean, it's bottled a very high alcohol content. Whenever that burned off, I was able to get much more of a good flavor out of it, uh, out of the burn. Um, I still can't drink this shit, but I definitely noticed the flavor and it was much better. A good trick for bourbon that I've always found is if you find the burn. From the, the alcohol content, just a little too much. A steel, one or two steel ice cubes, bring the temperature down, will help. If you find that the burn is very overwhelming, then one decent-sized regular ice cube. So bring the temperature down and then dilute it just, uh, just enough, but not enough to kill the flavor. 
Also, you guys know why I can't drink this stuff. I don't. I don't know why you can't drink rye whiskey. It's nothing similar to honey whiskey. It's not similar, but it's similar enough where even the smell just gets me still a little bit. <sighs> That's years ago, Bess. It doesn't matter. I, I don't know what it is. You've drinking Jack Honey since then, and you didn't throw up. I almost threw up on this. That's because it's 115 proof. Yeah, dude, I'd say Graves, but with a flavor. I'd rather drink the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though, I like that description a whole lot. I kind of want to get that made on a T-shirt. That might be the GSWD T-shirt to launch the T-shirts. It's like graves, but with a flavor. I like that. I like that a whole lot. I'm sleepy souls. <laughs> Shut up. Well, thank you for tuning into this impromptu episode of Getting Torched with Drunk. Hope you and whoever you celebrate with, whether it be alone, cat, dog, cat, dog, sorry, um, cat, dog, person, male, female, tr- trans, whatever you're into. Happy Valentine's Day. Wasn't your yeah. mother or father like a dog or something? I don't know. They had like a blue rat in their house. Wasn't his name Steve? No, I don't think so. Just Steven. I don't think it was Steven. This does not sound right. Oh, Steven! <laughs> this doesn't sound right. Winslow T. Odd. Not even close. Winslow. I believe the cat and dog's names, though, were just cat and dog. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then there was also those green dogs that used to like dog, but not like cat. But then the girl liked cat. It's weird. And the Easter bunny was like the mayor. It was a bunny that was like I don't the mayor. Talk about this. It's real weird to think about. Yeah, it's one of those shows that just shouldn't exist. Very like modern, like not modern day, but it was like a like a ninth, like a early two thousands versions of Ren and Simpy. <laughs> um, thank you for tuning into the impromptu show. We'll see you guys because <laughs> we're recording this on February fifth. We'll see you guys last Monday on February sixth for a live show, and then we'll see you guys next Monday or two weeks ago, depending on how we're talking about it. We'll, right. we'll see you. Until then, I'm your host, Mr. Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Maxie Washable. No. Sleepy Souls. Yes. The Mass Chris Massey. Yes. And the Red of a Red Baron. Yes, Crash yes, 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 yes. <laughs>